Atlas Xbox Life, episode 223, the final year of Xbox 360. I am your host, Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me as always is my good buddy, Rob. What up? Happy New Year and all that good stuff. With us as well, This uh, also Rob is known as Presar on Xbox yes. Live. Um, and with us, we got a couple of special guests this week. With us, we're hailing from the Great White North. We got uh, Stuart with us. Hello, hello. Also known as Carbide. And uh, he signed a, an agreement with us that he would keep it clean this time around. So <laughs> Yeah, I kind of apologize to Dirty Bite. Just got to, yeah, I'll keep it clean. And also, we got a, a familiar voice that uh, you might recognize. We got uh, a Braun with us. Yep, BJ Swig 33. I'm nervous. I feel like I've never done a podcast before. <laughs> this is your first podcast. You your huh? Yeah, you love your show. Wow. I think on radio all the time. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, Bron, this is your first podcast of 2013. So, very true. Very but true. then again, it's my. I will be, <laughs> yeah, I will be on the show as long as I can. It might be like last time where I had to dart off a little early. I might have to do that again based on time. You know, seeing that this is going to be a 10-hour show, <laughs> it looks like this, this could be a while. Well, we haven't we haven't been here for two weeks. We took the holidays off, and I know Rob threw up a, a classic show. Um, uh, it was a community show that we posted over Christmas, but we didn't do anything over New Year's. So we got a lot to talk about, so it should be fun. So let's just jump into it. Uh, again, don't forget to check us out at thisxboxlife.com. And um, I don't know if you guys got any um, any random stuff. We, we've we been doing random stuff, but I think we'll just um, – I don't know. I've got one thing I was going to talk about. Um, this is our non-gaming-related section um, little stuff we've talked about. So I don't know if you guys want to talk about what you guys got over Christmas or, you know, things like that, or, you know, maybe what your new year's resolutions are. Um, the only thing I had was I had to brag. I am now proud over the, the proud over blah. Look at that. BC Brun comes <laughs> on. I'm pulling the BJ blooper tonight. <laughs> I am the proud owner of a Springfield XDS 45 caliber handgun that i'm like super excited to have uh it's my new carry because it's a lot smaller than my other one and uh i'm pretty stoked about it can't wait to go out and hit i'm going out to the range on the 19th to put it through its paces i got a new scope for my assault rifle you know being a domestic terrorist and all i gotta make sure i can have good proper scopes on my assault rifles so i got some new toys that way and I'm excited to go try them out. So, how about you, uh, Stuart? You guys, what'd you get? You got any random topics to talk about before we jump into gaming? Well, when you were saying Springfield, I was like, I uh, was that like a new pop maker or something? And then you said handgun. I was like, oh, more <laughs> violent stuff. I got one of them soda streams. Do it yourself, pop. Yeah, was, <clears throat> it wasn't on my wish list, but I've been trying make different variables of stuff i guess and they're not bad just got to think of them as a the no name brand pops or something like that i guess yeah but, if you're uh, looking for pepsi or coke you don't get one of those right yeah i am chugging back a, a cola right now and 
I don't know how to describe it. It's like RC. Cola. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely not a jolt cola, that's for sure. So jolt, I remember that stuff. <laughs> all was so it all old. the sugar and twice the caffeine. That was their their tagline. Yeah. It's so old. I'm so old. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. <laughs> how about it, Rob? What would you get anything special for Christmas? Uh just uh you know, most of the usual stuff, you know, cards and clothes and you know, nothing really gaming related or anything like that. So it is is typical, I guess. <laughs> I'll you? tell you one thing he didn't get. A new microphone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's good to be back. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Actually, he's got a better one. It's just not with him at the moment. <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm actually on my uh, Turtle Beach XP500 right now, and I'm actually kind of surprised at the quality of it. <laughs> not in a good way. It's actually a Bluetooth yeah. connection to the PC, so I don't know. Well, so far, I've heard it's had its moments a couple times. I couldn't understand what you said, but for the most part, you're coming in okay. Now it's a lot better. Yeah, it's okay at the moment, but all right. Brian, how's this? Is this better? Let's just move on. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You should have fixed your technical problems before we started. (laughs) Yeah. How about as as far as... um, Christmas wise, um, my wife and I normally don't exchange gifts, but I got a gift card to was it Best Buy? I think it was Best Buy, and it end up getting a Need for Speed Hot Pursuit because I did out of the out of the Forza Horizon and Need for Speed. I kind of like Need for Speed better, so I went and picked it up just to have a a newer arcadey type racing game. That's pretty most fun. Wanted? Yes, what I say, Hot Pursuit. Yeah. Most Wanted. Sorry, I meant Most Wanted. So, I do like it. It's fun. Um, and then I got some Microsoft points. <laughs> so, I got a couple gaming-related stuff. Nothing other than that. The, you know, the kids had a nice Christmas and got all the stuff that they wanted. So, that's really kind of what matters and on our side here. So. Yeah, you know what's sad? I got two Microsoft cards points cards for christmas one of them is mia (laughs) we cannot find it i don't know if it's at my parents house i don't know if it ever got packed and brought here we don't know if it got thrown out uh not happy (laughs) the one thing is i put my points in and it's like i don't i don't know i don't have anything i'm gonna buy with it yet how you just hold on to them yeah well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I'm holding on to it, but I was like, I've held on, ended up buying a Need for Speed, you know, that Need for Speed DLC or whatever with the 900-something points that I've had sitting in my account for the last two months. It's just there's nothing that interests me into getting, um, but, you know, it's there for when I need it, I guess. That's true. You can always have them on standby, so. Yep. Um. All right, well, let's just jump into what we've been playing, and uh, we'll start with Rob, because this is probably going to be the shortest list. (laughs) Mute, Rob. Mute. All right, well, let's jump over to uh, 
<laughs> Let's go to Stewart then. I don't know. Maybe we lost Rob. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what have I been playing? I got to look at my TV here. I got uh, Hitman. And then I actually kind of like that one. I haven't really played um, too much of it, but it's getting there. Halo Assassin's Creed 3, just for just to kill the time. And then Mafia 2. I got that one at Walmart uh, during the Christmas holidays for, oh, what was it, 20 bucks? So I just, I had it originally, but my kids scratched the disc, so then uh, I uh, just rebought it, I guess. And it came with all the DLC, Jimmy's Vendetta, and stuff like that, so it was well worth the money, I guess. And a little bit of Star Wars, Force Unleashed 2, because the boys really want to play Star Wars. Castle Crashers, because the boys love that game. <laughs> and and I just recently started playing uh, some PC. I know it's, it's an Xbox podcast, but uh, some Ghost Recon Online. It's a free-to-play game. I was just playing about 20 minutes ago, and I'm getting hooked, I guess. And then uh, Divine who was on the show before and on the friends list, him and I were starting to do uh, Starcraft two as well. So just started to play that a little bit last night, but it was pretty, pretty fun stuff. I think that's about it. Cool. Yeah. I've been busy. Yeah. How about you, Bron? Well, I've played some NHL 13. I uh, have a online GM going on with a couple other people. Um, we're in like our third or fourth week or so. Uh, obviously, Need for Speed played some Halo Four, which I got to play more of because I have I think like eighty five double XP matches <laughs> that I need to get through. Wow. Um, yeah. How did how did he with... go about to get all that DLC st- or the all the online stuff, the double XP? It's Was it just legit? like with Mountain. Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew or whatever. Oh, okay. You know, I just I heard somebody from... out there. Well, sorry, I was just saying I heard somebody was stealing all the stuff from packages from, <laughs> like, Walmart and stuff. Yeah, I oh, wonder no. who that would be. No, that was... I said I heard about it. I have no idea who actually <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so have you used all 200 of yours already? Me? I think I have, like, 35 or 36 left. Okay. Because, like, I haven't even used the full 200. I just have... I have banked over 80... Um, and that's actually with me sending, I sent Soul Assassin some because obviously he can't, he can't get any codes. So I was getting them and sending him matches cause we were playing together. It's like, Hey, uh, you know, I'd send him nine here, a couple here, uh, so on and so forth. But, you know, so if anybody has any codes or whatever and can't use them, gift them to Soul Assassin. He'll, you know, he could use them. The weird, but, the weird uh, thing I, I don't understand. Sorry for it. Like you said he had 200. Yeah, you can bank two hundred. Okay, because I that's you, the most you can bank. I put in and like, it said I couldn't enter any more, but yet okay. I only have like eighty five when I f- was starting to use it. So I was like, I "Wonder where you get two hundred from?" Oh uh, yeah, it's just when you go in there and you put in, it's like, "Oh, you have eighty. You have entered a hundred and three. You know, in of two hundred, that's how many matches that you can have, or something like that." So. Oh, uh, okay. But I'll never reach the top because, like, I mean, I was going around and getting people's caps from at work and this and that. So, but 
so there's Halo 4. I got, I've hardly played any of the new maps on Halo 4 because I get them all because I had the limited edition. Um, but I haven't really had time much to do that. Um, I finished The Walking Dead. Um, I really, I really like the game. So uh, it and <laughs> my little comment thing here that got highlighted from Wing <laughs> that I just saw that he picked out. A lot of people have been talking about um, The Walking Dead as being game of the year. And I think I might... I, I There for a while, like when I first started playing it, like if you would have asked me when it was episode... Like when I was in episode three, like, hey, is this... is this What's your game of the year? I, I probably might have said, you know, The Walking Dead. But episode four, you know, the more I played it and the more I sat and thought about it, listening to all these people talk about their game of the years, there are so many game of the years... There really isn't a game of the year anymore. It's because there's no overall body of game of the year. Just everybody has their own. So, you know, one place says Journey, one place says Walking Dead, one place says Halo 4, one place, you know, it's just everything's game of the year. Um, I started thinking about The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead has a wonderful story that gets you hooked, and, you know, it's a point and click adventure. And for people that have been listening to the show from the beginning, when they always ask Brun, hey, what's like your favorite game? I've always, I've said a couple times, um, Grim Fandango, which is a point and click adventure. It's just, it's one of my favorite games. I loved it. It's, it's so, it was so much fun. And I think it even got game of the year at some point in time. Who knows? But the more I think about like The Walking Dead, it, it is not, it would not be my game of the year because to me, I don't really actually consider it a, a game. Um, it is an interactive story that was so hooked you in so much and made you so much part of the, the story. Like, I just don't see it as a game. Um, there was just not that, you know, there's interaction, but like, you know, what do you say about gameplay? Like, how do you rank the gameplay in it and, and things like that? That's things that I sit there and think like, if I'm going to pick game of the year, I'm going to pick something that, you know, has gameplay, has this, has a story, has, you know, you know, it doesn't have that multiplayer or anything like that. But I just figured I'd throw that out there as, you know, I finished it. I loved it. It was probably one of my favorite things that I played this year. That is not my game of the year. So, um, and then my go-to game, which I think I actually had this, I might've had it listed in here. Um, which I'll save it, uh, save it for later. But you know, I also played uh, Battlefield Three, so I think that is it. Yep. Wing or does Rob want to try Whoops. again? No, I guess I was muted. I got to ask yes. you a question, Bron. Yes. Curious if this changes your mind. I want to go back to The Walking Dead. Okay. The Walking Dead has sold eight point five million episodes. That's awesome. This is a episodic. See, I, I'm gonna put it this way. I guess this is, I, I, I know I understand your argument, but I gotta put in. I gotta put in one little thing from the reason I would say it was definitely wasn't game of the year, but it was Xbox Live Arcade game of the year for sure. Um, oh, sure. The thing about it is, it, it was hard to judge gameplay because each of the episodes actually played a little differently. Um, mm -hmm. There was things very different. They weren't the same across the whole thing. 
Um, but what I thought was so cool about this was the way it drew you in, the way you had to make decisions and you knew that your decisions were going to cause someone to die and how the rest of your game played out. And like when Rob and I discussed how his game played compared to how mine played and who he had and who I didn't have and, and Soul Assassin was the same, you know, it's like we had this, you know, all of us, yeah, we all ended up essentially with the same ending point, but how we got there was a different experience, you know, mm-hmm. and it was cool. So it was it was a success. It sold a ton. It really drew me in. And this was a game that I tried the demo and said, wow, this is interesting. Excuse me. It was interesting. This got me to watch the TV show, which got me to read the comic. I went the complete backwards. I'm a huge Walking Dead fan now, all yeah. because of this game. And yeah, I have Compendium 1 and 2. I've got the one. I, I am, Yeah, I don't have the second one yet, but I yeah. will get it. Yeah. So I think for that, I mean, that's why just nothing could. And that's why I think a lot of people said this actually beat retail. Because, you know, what what is out there? Call of Duty, Battlefield. Well, Battlefield was last year. Call of Duty, yeah. um, Halo, you know, they're, they're, this, they're more of the same. Why would you mm-hmm. give Game of the Year to something that's like been regurgitated so many times? Yeah, they're great games. I mean, don't get me wrong. Halo 4 is awesome. Black Ops 2 is awesome. I love them both. They're fantastic games. Assassin's Creed 3 sucks, um, but it's another regurgitation of a, <laughs> of a good franchise that they ruined. They know I had to throw that in there. I still It's still sitting here. I have not gone back to it. Um, you know, it's just how can you when those don't really change the bar that much um yeah there was changes to assassin's creed there was changes to call of duty multiplayer and they added in that strike force stupid almost rts like look down type of stupid thing that they put in the campaign which sucks and i hate it um in, in halo 4 obviously they've done different things but it's still essentially the same formula where this was something completely different come out of nowhere and has been such a success. So that's why I think they really deserved um, the game of the year. But anyways, that's just, you know, I, yeah, it, I, I respect it, your points and everything. I just wanted to kind of take it from another kind of another viewpoint. Right. Well, I mean, like I, when, when a lot of people sit there and say, Oh, like to me, like I said, the story had me hooked. I loved it. You know, it had me interested. like, you know, Clementine, if anything would happen to her, like in this game, I probably would have drove to the developers <laughs> and beat the crap out of them. Like, I mean, that's how much I cared. You know, you, you pretty much cared about that character, you know, and that's what I'm saying. It's like it had you in there and had so much. But when you're talking about an industry that for years, when you're picking game of the years in this, they talk about gameplay, they talk about controls, they talk about graphics, they talk about this, they talk about that. Now, I'm not saying that it has to be. And this this had H- none of that. H- <laughs> it had. It it's had. Well, story. that's all. It like really I love story. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not saying graphics as far as like oh they have to be HD graphics. Like I like the graphic that they used. I like the graphics that they used in this game. But yeah, when they say, oh, this is Game of the Year because they had such a great story, and you're just like, and? 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 And they don't say anything else, and it's just like, well, how do you call that Game of the Year? Because they had a great story. I mean, you know, there's movies that have great stories. Are they Game of the Year next year? And and so on and so forth. And, and this year was also, if it's going to be a game like this that takes Game of the Year, it was going to be this year. Because the only thing that was even probably close to, or that would do anything past it, would be Halo 4. 
And that's my opinion. Um, you know, but you look at IGN, they picked Journey for their game of the year. So they picked a exclusive PS, a PSN exclusive game over cool. every other game out there. Right. They picked a PSN exclusive game. And I was just like, oh, that's interesting. I've heard of it. have no idea what it has to, what that game is about or anything like that. So, um, but, you know, it was the year of these PSN or Xbox Live Arcade games that ranked so high. And obviously there's going to be a season two of Walking Dead. And am I going to buy it? You bet your sweet rear end I'm going to because I like the game. I'm just saying when somebody says game of the year, me, I'm not thinking just, well, I had a great story. I'm thinking it had this and had this and had this. And and, and also Walking Dead was glitchy. Like yeah. I walk into yeah. walls all the time and, and, and pick pick if this game didn't have a good story and have you hooked like a story like that. Tell me what what people would have said of any other game that was glitchy like that. Let's let's pick Battlefield three. If Battlefield three was glitchy like that, where you couldn't walk around things and stuff like that, it would it'd be a you know, an F and nobody would play it and people would call it a piece of crap and, and say everybody at Dice should be fired and, you know, EA's horrible and but for this game it was just like, ah, it's it's who cares if it's glitchy? The story's so good and, and that's actually the truth. That's how I feel. Who cares if it's glitchy? The story's yeah. so good. But yeah. It, it's kinda one of those things. This year's game of the year thing was just hard to sit there and pick yeah. out and I think so. next year's gonna be harder, so but um, all yeah. right, I, I do see Rob is chatting in our in our window here. So yeah, I'm back. Is Rob is back? So oh. let's let's in take it. House. Let's take it to Rob and see what he's played this past couple weeks. So past couple weeks, uh, I really just concentrated on one thing, and that was Halo Four. So I actually, okay, you guys sitting down? Hold on, hold on. Let me get a drum roll. <laughs> I actually finished Halo Four. Holy cow! Woohoo! Yeah. I, I don't believe him. Crowd goes I thought wild. he was saying he was going to pass five thousand. <laughs> Maybe in about four years. Oh. Were you on live when you did that? I mean, did, did your gamer score reflect it? I'm sure I was. <laughs> actually, I'm, I actually I'm saw sure you the once. It says you were away. So. Yeah. yeah, that's right. You were actually probably online. So you actually, you probably, uh, yeah, you're still probably in the four thousand though. Yeah, I'm positive. Oh, yeah, forty-one, forty-one. Yeah, you're a long ways yeah. from it, but at least you're in the four thousands, right? Yeah. <laughs> Next stop, that, that five actually, grand. <laughs> yeah, that that was actually the the first Halo game that I've actually gotten this far in, <laughs> let alone finishing it. And uh, wow. yeah, it, it was Halo. It, it was it was good. Uh, there was uh, you know, I know you guys have played it and everything, but I mean, there was some points where I was just like, oh my gosh. This thing at end, it's like oh, okay, oh, I gotta go again. I gotta, you know, I kept waiting for that jungle area because I'm like, I know there's a jungle area. Did you like the how they they all of a sudden at the end of the game they're like, bam, here here's a flying sequence. Oh, and we're not gonna do anything to set up your preferred flying options. Uh, oh, so we're just gonna man. set it up backwards for you. <laughs> I had such a hard time with that. I know exactly what you're talking about, like. It, it reminded me of like flying through the Death Star or something. It's, it's, it's the mission, mission of that almost run. really uh, for me. You've gone Robotron. Uh, Robotron, Bron. And is he back? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm back. There you go. Now you're. Yeah, clear. I was gonna say that was the mission that almost ruined the entire game for me. Yeah, but I was there to get through that section for you. Yeah. All, was it the three of you that were all out and couldn't come back Ugh. in were watching me? <laughs> yeah. And just to let everybody know, I have confirmed that Presaur has achieved the Wake Up John achievement, which is complete the campaign on normal or harder. So. Yay! He's, he's not lying to you. You're the, you're the verifier. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, is that all then, Rob? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's all for now. But uh, I think I'm gonna get some other games under my belt in the next couple of weeks. Cool. <laughs> so that got me going. Alrighty. Um, well, I got to play some Black Ops Two. Um, it's I'm I've I've actually played more I think multiplayer than I played the campaign. I'm slowly going through the campaign. Um, I'm not a fan of their Strike Force missions. I think that's a crock of garbage. It's just I hate what they did there. I just personally don't like it. Um, but um, I've been working through that. I've also been trying to play some Far Cry 3. That's going to take me a long time to get through. For some reason, that's one of those games where the visuals give me um, a headache. Um, so I'm not sure why. Because the game looks fantastic. Um, just a headache or do you get like nauseous? I get almost kind of Vertigo-style headache. Um, the other day I had to quit because I was walking up the top of this radio tower and man, I didn't think I was going to make to the top. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like so dizzy. Um, there's just something, some games, and I don't know if, I don't know what it is. Um, some games will cause me to have like get a really bad headache and, and I'll get kind of a vertigo thing when I'm playing them. Um, but it, it's only a few, you know, there's not a lot of them. They're just certain kinds and I'm not sure what it's about Far Cry 3 that does that, but, um, so that one's going to take me a while to get through. Played some Pinball FX2. There's uh, new tables out, and so I was playing that the other day. And uh, I, I'm going to get a lot of uh, I'm going to get a lot of heat from you guys. I've been getting a lot of crap from the community over the next three games that I'm going to mention. <laughs> but I did not buy this. My mother bought this for my kids. She bought them a U draw. Okay, and it comes. It's a it's a drawing tablet. That you know, the controller is like a tablet that you write on with this pen, and it comes with this game called Instant Artist. And when they got it, they were all excited about it, and I was like, "Oh, this is a thing that you know." I remember hearing about it. I'm like, "I know they got a couple other games." So I looked it up, and I could get Pictionary. I got Pictionary brand new for like 13 bucks, and the Marvel Superhero Squad for like 12 bucks. And I know my little guy loves Marvel Superhero Squad. He just he loves all that stuff. So I'm like, I've been picking these up for the kids. And uh, so we came home and was playing with the kids. And what's, you know, they're, I'm logged in and they're playing. And I'm getting all these achievements for what they're playing. Um, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, sure, you're not an achievement hound. You know, you're sitting there playing all the U-Draw games. And I'm like, uh, my kids are playing these. Um, you know, like when the instant artist came up, we were, we were playing around and, and learning how to use it. But like today, my daughter's like, can I play instant artist? And it's like, sure. She sat here for like an hour in my office, just playing connected dots, coloring, count color by numbers, going through the little artist things and stuff. And she really had a great time. Um, now I will say I haven't played the Marvel superhero squad myself because <laughs> that's actually kind of fun. Um, that one's actually kind of a fun game. Um, 
And uh, so that one I've been playing because I've enjoyed it. And then the Pictionary, I tried it once um, when it came in, but you gotta you gotta really get a group. So we gotta get our whole family in here to play it. Um, so, but it, it's you know, it that's that's you know I didn't buy it. <laughs> so, but and my kids, I think you'll see the Disneyland Connect Adventures on there, but I don't have any points because my kids are playing it. So I'm not playing that thing. So. You won't see any points on the game for me, but you might see me playing it in my gamer tag when it starts up. <laughs> but my kids switch to their profile. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been playing. Mainly Black Ops and uh, 2 and Far Cry 3. So, All right, so that takes us out of what we've been playing. So it's time to jump into our topics. And I think the big one, our first topic, goes into our title, the final year of Xbox 360. And... This is based off a story that I read on IGN. Brian, you're probably familiar with this one. And this is interesting. And what I wanted to do is I didn't realize. Now, we all know that the next Xbox is due out this year. And if I believe Microsoft, uh, I haven't looked it up, but supposedly somewhere uh, Microsoft has a countdown timer to E3. And I'm trying to remember, I read it. I read a story when I was gone about this, that someone saw this, and um, I wish I could remember where that story was. But it was like, there's supposedly Microsoft somewhere has a countdown page to E3, and it was like the next big thing or something, you know. So they've already basically announced that they're going to announce the next Xbox at E3. That's when we're going to see it. Um, so this this is the final year of the 360. Now, it's not like they're going to stop at the end of the year. They're not going to make it anymore. They're still going to make them. We're still going to get 360 games for the next several years, but it won't be the king. You know, it will not be the flagship. But how does that affect us 360 people? If you don't plan to get the new Xbox, how is that going to affect you? Well, one thing you're going to see this year is you're going to see a lot of games coming out in the early part of this year. Big titles that you probably want to play. Um, and I, what I want to do is I want to just kind of read this this article, um, and and I'm going to talk about a couple of the games that are that they're talking about that are coming out to get you guys kind of geared up and, and prepared, get your wallets prepared, man, because you might be spending a lot about more money on video games in the first part of the year than you're used to. Um, so I want to read this, and then I want your guys' thoughts on it, and we can talk about it. Um, so this is written by Ryan McCaffrey. Uh, he used to be an editor over at uh, Official Xbox Magazine. Uh, he's now over at IGN. But he says the original Xbox went out with a bang in 2005, delivering some of the console's best games like Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, The Chronicles of Riddick, Escape from Butcher's Bay, and Psychonauts. It seems history may repeat itself as the 360 is also set to get a spectacular send-off in 2013 in advance of the next Xbox. Uh, plenty of games will make their way to the 360 in, in 2014, and there will be good ones as well. But 2013 marks the final year that the current Xbox will be the flagship of the brand and the entire world's eyes and dollars will be fixed upon it. Um, now, if you don't see it, okay, so if 
in this list, I'm going to go through these list of games. He says, if you don't see a game on the list below, odds are we either A, didn't think it was good enough to make the cut, or B, have reasons to believe it will be an Xbox 720 game. So, for example, Rainbow Six Patriots, Doom 4, Watch Dogs, Star Wars 13, 13, etc. So those are not going to be in this list because they believe they're going to be on the next console. Hmm. Oh, and one final note that... That's equal parts exciting and terrifying. Every single one of the games below is due out in the first half of the year. Due entirely, in our opinion, to publishers not wanting their games to get lost in the next-gen hype slash news cycle. That's a lot of gaming to be done between now and E3. Uh, so here's some of the things that are coming out between now and June. Okay, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto V, uh, due out in the spring. There's a, a game called Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. Um, this is due out in Q1. Now, I've not heard of this game, but what IGN says why it's so hot, they say it's no secret that we love Journey. It was game of the year. Uh, Brian, you mentioned that. And mm-hmm. we, we quite love Fable 2, even though the haters uh, on the internet are quick to mock the franchise. So the combine, to combine the two into one cinematic story-driven experience, one written and directed by uh, a, a decorated Swedish filmmaker, meant our interest was peaked. So... Um, after they saw the game, they knew this was going to be good, really, really good. Um, it's expected to clock in the three to four hours like Journey, um, so it looks like it's a, an XBLA game. Hmm. So, but I, I, you know what? I'm just going to mention the big names. Grand Theft Auto V uh, is coming out. Um, then we've got Splinter Cell Blacklist, which I will be all over. Yeah, same here. Um, Gears of War Judgment is coming out. Uh, we've got South Park, The Stick of Truth, um, Crisis 3. I Stewart, I know you're going to be all over that. Um, totally. Yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry, uh, Lost Planet 3, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, um, Aliens Colonial Marines, Dead Space 3. You guys, you guys add these up. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's funny that They've been talking about that uh, Metal Gear Rising for, what, five years now? Four years? A couple of years, yeah. Yeah, it was like announced at E3. A long time ago. I think in 2010 or something like that. Yeah, it was, I think, 2010, so it's been a few years. But um, Star Trek The Game is coming out. Uh, Tomb Raider. um, And Bioshock Infinite. All Maybe. of those, <laughs> all of those. Well, they've got the release date here set for March, because um, I think it was supposed to be what January, and it got pushed back again to March. So, well, I, I think the last time I was on the show, we were talking about the the release date because they finally put it on posters and stuff. It's supposed to be like February or something like that. Uh-huh. And then I was like, I was like, yeah, until it gets deleted or gets pushed again. I was like, yeah, but they've already printed the stuff. I was like, well, maybe because they're printing it out. And then it was like a week later, it's like it gets pushed again. <laughs> and it was a push just a month. Yeah. So we're, it should make it out. And, um, but that's a lot of gaming just in the six for six months. There's some huge titles there. Um, so I'm just curious what you guys think. Um, I guess what I'm looking for from you guys are, are you guys going to be able to play everything you want in the first six months? Are you guys, um, do you think it's a good move that they're pushing all these to get out ahead of what's going to come out on the next gen, even though there's probably only going to be a couple titles available? Are you guys looking forward 
are you guys planning to buy the new Xbox this year? Um, so, Stuart, I'll, I'll I'll send it off to you first. What well, what are your thoughts on the final year to 360? Uh, it's a shame. Um, I don't know. There's a recession all over because you know people are always still keeping their their wallets in their pants. You know they're just money's tight still for could be a lot of people and so i don't think it's good to dump everything out at once but uh for me i think cost factor would be a really big thing on uh on buying a new one um but if if judgment comes out black uh, blacklist and crisis 3 and they're you know xbox 720 only then I'll be definitely getting it that way. Because um, I did the same thing with uh, when Splinter Cell Double Agent came out. They had a, a 360 version and an original version. Um, I had the original version first, and I saw that they had a 360 one, so I opted and got the 360, and it was a completely different story. So if they do the same thing with here, they bring out two versions, you know, like you have the Wii and the Wii U. They have the same game, but on you know, the two different consoles, are they going to be the same game? Well, I'd, I'd say they're not. I wouldn't I wouldn't expect to, because these are all due out before June, and yeah. the new console's yeah. not due out till November. Okay, so then so they're just going to be all original getting, 360. Yep, they're getting all these 360 games out so that they don't have to, you know... To fight, okay. To, to, to have their game kind of disappear, because everybody's going to be talking about the new stuff at the end of the year. Uh. So... I don't know, I'm still buying those three. That's that's for darn sure. Um, other than that, we'll have to wait and see. You have to really see what, what they're going to bring out, though. If Halo 5, like, I've been getting more into Halo. I was never really a Halo guy. But if maybe that comes out on the new console, who knows? But there has to be something that's, you know, like, the big game that's the exclusive. You know, like, Gears of War was, I think, just a 360 thing. You know what I mean? Right. That has to really, this is what our machine can do. And then they proved it with, you know, the original Gears, and then it got better with Gears 2, and then it got better with Gears 3. So if they have something that's like exclusive for the just that console, then, and if it really catches my interest, then I might have to opt in to go get one. Well, yeah, Halo, in, Halo 5 think, will miss, sorry, go ahead. Connectables 2, I think, is going to be the exclusive. Oh. Or that, uh, yeah, that uh, <laughs> the superhero squad for the tablet. Maybe that might come out with a sequel. No, the, the, ta- they, the THQ is gone, so oh. they they gave up on UPlay. So there's only going to be those three games, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Halo Halo Five will definitely be a new Xbox exclusive only. Like it will not be out for the 360. But I don't believe it'll be out this year. No, and it's not going to be a launch title. There, there would be no way for it to be a launch no, title. No, they just put out Halo 4. Right. Yeah, and it's a new studio. There's no way. I I would say at the earliest, you'll get it in 2014 at the earliest. Yeah, yeah and I don't want it to be a launch title. Like, I would, because I don't see myself buying a new 360 this year. Right. Um, what about, like, the Patriots, Rainbow Six Patriots? That oh, yeah, is what? supposedly going to be 720 only, yeah. yeah. That's going to be the Dogs. problem for me. Watch Dogs, Star Wars 1313. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are games that I want to play, especially the Rainbow Six. I mean... What about the new Battlefield? Um, no. Battlefield 4? No. 
It'll most likely be new 360 only. There won't be another <laughs> battlefield on the. There won't be a new battlefield on the 360. I yeah, said they, I said no foul should... language. You can't mention that game on this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> they 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 should they showed that on um, the new stuff on a on a really powerful PC. Did they not? Like uh, yeah. some trailers and stuff like that. Yeah. Or gameplay stuff. So I'm thinking maybe if they did, they'd be on a new console. But yeah, it's new. And and the same thing goes with a lot of stuff that you see on that the PS3 showing off. They're all running them on high end PCs because they're going to be on the next console there too. The thing but... is, though, I think even with Rainbow Six Patriots, Battlefield Four, you know, even Watch Dogs and Star Wars, Watch Dogs maybe will be a new. Okay, uh, those are new IPs. But Battlefield 4, Rainbow Six Patriots, I am, I'm almost guaranteed you're going to get a 360 version, a PS3 version, and probably a Wii U. But I, I cannot see them putting not Rainbow Six Patriots on a new console only in the first year. You know, this if it's, goes a, launch, back, this if it's be- a launch title, I can understand coming out for both. They were making it for the 360, and they recently said they were switching over to... You know, there was talk about switching over to the new hardware, but I honestly believe that you're going to put this out. You're going to be limited. You're, what are you going to yeah. sell in the first in the first couple months? A million, okay? And you might sell a million copies of your game, but that's it. You, why wouldn't you want to put a 360 version out as well? That's going to sell 50, 60 million copies. You know, I mean, okay, it's not going to sell that many, but you're going to sell a lot more than one million on the 360 as compared to a brand new piece of hardware. It just seems like a waste of your your money to limit your your base to just oh, a, whoever bought a brand new console. It, it's cutting their they're cutting profits out big time. Yeah, and that's a lot of reason why a lot of people are trying to get these games out in the spring is because they don't want to have to worry about that. But I mean, a lot of the launch titles for the 360 were dual console releases. Right. Same with PlayStation 3. A lot of stuff yeah. came out both. When they first come out, you're always having it. They make them for both consoles. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it Madden was on the PlayStation 2 until, what, just a year ago? Yeah, a long time. 2011. The... Wasn't 2011 the last year they put it on the PS2? Yeah. And that's and that's the big mistake that... That's the one thing I think Microsoft did right that uh, Sony didn't, is they continued to support you know the PlayStation 2 where, you know... Microsoft said, okay, yeah, we're this is our cutoff date for supporting I don't want to say supporting, but making new games for, you know, the original Xbox. And I think they have to do that on this one too. Like your launch titles and stuff, but when you get into 2014, middle of 2014 or the fall of 2014, all those games there are going to be new console only. And then that's going to be the point in time when Microsoft says, okay, no new games for the 360. Well, I think you'll see it a lot. I mean, Microsoft's going to support it as long as they're making money off the games. And the original Xbox was such a small user base. It was such a small shelf life, if you will, before the 360 came out that, you know, they still support it for several years. But, you know, I think you've been now the 360 has been out so long, much longer. It's sold so many more consoles, you know. And I think you're I think you're going to see support for it for a lot longer, more along the line of what the PS2 did. Maybe not near as long, but because I think the PS2, I think they officially now stopped making them. I saw a story like that just the other yeah. day that they days, are yeah. no longer yeah. making them. Um, yeah, in Japan and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So they have stopped officially making that console. Uh, and and which... I mean, if they're going to make they're going to make games for 
you know, the 360, you know, even if like a Halo 5 or whatever, if it's going to come out both consoles, what is going to be the big push for buying the new Xbox? Because no, I'm saying in the first year. Right, right. When oh, like, okay, all the okay. stuff, it's it's, gotcha. it's eventually going to get you over. They got to right. make that. But like right now on launch day, why would you make Rainbow Six only for the 720? You're cutting yourself out of a huge group of people that, you know, hey, the supply is limited. You know, not everybody that wants one's going to get one the first year because they're just, you know, when new consoles come out, you can't. Not everybody can get them right away. There's also the cost factor, like Stuart said, they're too expensive. People are finding that, you know, our wonderful government just raised our taxes across the board on everybody. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they sat there and said they didn't, but they did after yeah. it came out and everybody finds out, you know, that's the wonderful Nancy Pelosi way of doing business. We'll pass it and you can read it after we pass the law. Oh, you did raise my taxes by 2%. Nice. Thank you. So, yeah, everybody's going to have less money in their pocket. Um, you know, we have no idea what this thing's going to cost. However... Microsoft is doing the they're taking the route of like a cell phone plan. So I do expect this new console to come out and say it's either seven hundred dollars or you can get it for three hundred dollars with a two or three year contract, Xbox Live or something. Um which, you know, a lot of people might do. It's it's you can get the contract now in GameStop. And we had some chatter on our Facebook group the other day. Someone was asking about it and I made the comment to them Hey, if I were you and you really want to do this contract type of thing, I'd really wait till the end of the year yeah. and get the contract on the brand new Xbox. Because if you get it now in eight months or, you know, well, it's with January. So in 10 months when this X, the new Xbox comes out, you know, and we don't know, maybe they're going to, they may release it in June. You know, yeah, you never know. They, they know, you, you don't know. We, you know, the day they released the new slim, they came out and said, here it is. Oh, by the way, it's it's available in stores tomorrow. So, I mean, that was just a redesign, but we never know. They may be they may be ahead of the game and saying, boom, E3, go get your new console right now. So that that kind of makes... Pump out as many kinda... as we can in six months instead of trying to get them all as many, you know, in just two months time frame. Yeah. And that makes more sense to me to put it out put it out as soon as you can. Like if you can put it out in the spring, of course you get that month or whatever, but that also gives you extra, uh, extra time for people to save up. You know, they're like, Oh, if, if this is what your kid wants for Christmas, Oh, you know, Timmy over here says he wants an Xbox for Christmas. And the thing just comes out like two weeks before Christmas shopping starts for one. You don't know which one you're buying. It's, it's kind of like the Wii, Wii U situation that they just had. People didn't know which Wii. They went to the store and said, I need a Wii. And people were buying original Wiis when the kids wanted Wii U's because they just had no idea what was out there. And then the other thing is is it gives them more t- people more time to save for it. You know, if it's going to be – I'm just throwing a number out there – $300, you know, and the thing comes out two weeks prior to when you're going to go Christmas shopping and it says, oh, okay, for one, I have to make sure I get the new Xbox. Oh, and this thing's – you know, this much money now. I didn't have this much saved up. Where if it comes out in the spring or in the summer, all your diehards will go get it. But then it gives more time for people out there to to save up for it. But I'll tell you one thing: if it's three hundred bucks, I'm going to be buying it day one. Well, I don't care what <laughs> games are going to come out with it. You know, 
Yeah, I doubt if it's going to be that that cheap. But oh, uh, my other thing is, is we all know the new Xbox is going to have more RAM and it. it's going to have a better processor, they're going to have better graphics. You know, who knows what the optical drive and stuff's going to be into it, or how big the hard Blu-ray. drive's going to be. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like we all know that's going to come out. What I'm really interested in, this is what I want to know. I want to know how the next version of Xbox Live is going to be. More I want to know what. I hope it I works. want to know. I want to know what they're going to do to that service. How they're going to evolve that service for the next gaming generation? Because well, I see, can tell you, if it's here's, here's an easy exactly, answer to that. Here's an easy answer to that, Brun. It's going to be okay. ninety nine dollars a year. That's how they'll evolve. <laughs> That's how it's going to evolve in price, but nothing else. And the party and system half, will still half be broke. Thing is going to be ad. Half of them are going to have ads. Half the screen and you'll is going be, to be ad. You'll be able to send gifts to people. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I mean, yeah. Because my thing is here is you know they're getting left behind in my in my opinion, and I want to know what they're going to do to keep up because to to me it's almost. Let me let me sum it up this way. Last week, because there's a story we have in here, last week I got hit with that cloud save issue. And that week alone, right then and there, it is good that I left this podcast when I did. <laughs> because, not 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 because of you guys, because obviously I love you guys. You guys are you know, great friends of mine and everything. But I have become more and more hating Microsoft and Xbox every single week. And it's almost to like, how can I be on a fan podcast? Like, I'm on a fan podcast now because, you know, I, I do like the Xbox. I do like my gaming. And this is the only thing I use. But if they come out and don't change Xbox Live, I am going back to PlayStation. That's as simple as it's going to be because I would rather pay $50 a year and get free games than I would have to worry about party chat. Because hey, hey, I can hey. tell you... 2% back on all your purchases, man. <laughs> I think you're not seeing the big picture here. And your birthday. Yeah, and your birthday. And my your birthday 25 gift. cent birthday gift. <laughs> and my birthday gift. Because I can yeah. tell you the next PlayStation is going to have party chat in it. Yeah. Gar- guaranteed. And once the next PlayStation has party chat, then their online service is far superior than Xbox Live. Control. So I, I, well, yeah, <laughs> I'll find out something for that. But I mean, that's the thing. It's like, and I, I am, I'm saying this because I'm expecting something better. I'm expecting them to do something. I don't expect them just to be like, oh, here's a new console, but you're getting the same stuff. You know, you're getting the same stuff everywhere else because Xbox is more Xbox Live than it is the hardware. You know, all right, we turn on our Xboxes just to get to the service. Our service is where everything's provided. You know, yes, like I said, it's going to have better graphics and this or that. But all of our interactions and all of our stuff are Xbox Live. So if they're going to give us a new piece of hardware but just keep everything the same, it's like running Windows 98 now. Like, oh, yeah, here's a brand new PC. It looks great, but, you know, your operating system's still Windows 98. (laughs) So... I mean, I'm expecting them to do something. But that's going to be a big factor as far as purchasing purchasing an Xbox. And that's another way they can drive people over to the new one. Is they're going to say, oh, yeah, well, you're buying Xbox Live, but if you buy the new console, you get all this other stuff with Xbox Live that you don't get with the normal 360. And they can use it as a selling point. So. Now, what you had said kind of brings up a question to me where... You know, the 
uh, Xbox 360 has been around for all these years now, and Xbox Live has been present the entire time. Over the years, has the prevalence of Xbox Live in the Xbox experience, has that like steadily increased or is that like increased dramatically like over the past couple of years, more like, you know, like one of those logarithmic curves? Because it, it's something that I think is back when the 360 first came out, you know, having live was just kind of nice. It was nice to have. Whereas today it seems more of a necessity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 You have to have Xbox live. Like, you know, them having silver accounts is almost kind of like a joke nowadays uh, right. because Xbox Live is pretty much required. They're forcing it on everything. You know, that's why you have to have Xbox Live to watch Netflix when you can watch it free everywhere else. Um, you know, the, who knows? They may come and say Xbox Live's free next generation. Who? I mean, I don't know what they're going to... I doubt it, but, you know... I doubt it because then that kind of blows away their whole subscription-based... Yeah, thing yeah. for the console being subsidized. So I don't think we're going to get away from paying because you got too many people paying. Um, and we've seen Sony now go to PlayStation Plus. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the PS4 where there's no free games because Microsoft's making tons of money. And Sony needs to make money. They are bleeding dry, man, across the board. They're really hurting. They are, yeah, and it's this is not a anything against that company. I mean, I've always liked Sony for their TVs and stuff and and stereos, but they um they they are bleeding dry, man, and they gotta have a winner. So I would not be surprised to see the free PlayStation gaming go away. And is, gonna... it, is that is that their gaming division? That's Everything. Because I, I know Everything. their TVs. I know their TV division. Everything is, is like is like done. I thought the only yeah. thing that's keeping them alive is the gaming side of it. Oh, their gaming's bleeding too, man. They uh-huh. they this the I think what really hurt them is they were starting to make some ground up and finally getting into the black, and then they got hit with that security breach, which cost them billions of dollars. Yeah. So it's um yeah I mean the company as a whole is hurting, and I really wouldn't be surprised to see you have to pay to play. Because it's a way for them to generate revenue, and you're probably going to see ads on the PlayStation dashboard. You know, um, it's bound to happen. Yeah, I the one the one thing that gets me kind of excited about the new Xbox is I'd really like Microsoft to get back to thinking about the gamers and, and the gaming industry. I don't industry. think we're going to see though. Yeah, because I I mean when we sat there and thought about like oh it'd be cool to have Netflix, it'd be cool to have this, it, you know, and oh Microsoft really wants to kind of make the Xbox this set top box for your entertainment such and such and to me i was like oh that's going to be cool you know because i'm going to be gaming and this and that and plus i can watch you know i can watch netflix or whatever but now it's like completely reversed like they care in my opinion they care zero about gaming and all they care about is all this extra stuff that's why we get like a thousand applications you know and you know you have to have xbox live and and, you know and then there's some games over here that you can play like they're completely reversing it you know obviously they're trying to make money there's nothing wrong with making money but to me i think they're leaving gamers like to the back end and And... it's just like who cares about your gaming and and you can tell with the whole xbox live save thing again was all their stuff was up except for online saves so like i could do everything on my xbox except for play games 
for three days, three whole days. Couldn't do it. Like I could play. I guess I could. I played Battlefield, but I couldn't play with any of my saved games. Like I had to just log into the server and do all my presets every single time I opened my, you know, turned on the game. But for three whole days, everybody's saves were locked down. You couldn't even do anything with them. It was just very aggravating, but I could tell, like, they cared about Netflix because it was working. <laughs> so, you know. Well, we're paying twice for that one, so. But, all right, well, let's get, I want to keep us moving on, but uh, one final note on this topic is, uh, Rob, do you, at this point, I know we don't know what it's going to be like and what it's going to cost and what it's going to give us, but at this point today, where do you stand on possibly buying the new Xbox by the end of the year? Well, I think I'm definitely going to buy it at some point. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, by the end of the year. I'm just looking back at the past history with the 360 and even the original console. Like, I remember the original console, it was like near impossible to find for the longest time. And even the 360, you know, you just, I I just remember, um, I think you and I were like watching some, some sites like regularly where, you know, it's like, oh, you know, Amazon got, you know, X amount of units. And then you go over there and, you know, boom, they're all gone. It, it was like, an, you know, exercise and frustration at some points of just trying to get one. But I guess maybe that's because I don't pre-order. <laughs> maybe that solves it right there. Oh, well, if you pre-order, yeah. I, I think this time. So you'd have to put a pre-order and they'll probably start taking pre-orders uh, the yeah. day after it's announced at E3. You know, GameStop will probably, they'll probably take your money right now if you want to pre-order it, but. (laughs) Sure. Um, Yeah, so I guess, you know, if, if I want to get one, I guess I would have to pre-order it. Otherwise, I mean, if you don't pre-order it, it's just going to be too much effort to try to get it probably for the next couple of months, unless something different happens, you know, you know, because the 360 has always been impossible to get a hold of and the original Xbox, same thing. But the other consoles, when other than the Wii, I mean, it doesn't seem to be as bad. As I remember people buying the PlayStation 3 and trying to hawk it on eBay, you know, for X amount of money. <laughs> they were still in the stores, you know, because... Yeah, they were so expensive, though. Exactly. Yeah. So if we get a similar type of thing with the 360, I mean, who knows? Because, you know, the price is still up in the air and it could be subsidized and leased out or whatnot and on a, on a quick side note what we had talked about with the you know holding off on doing that like lease setup until the end of the year now if that's a two-year lease say wouldn't that mean that the 360 would be supported for at least maybe another two years or is that more well, like maybe the service and- you're paying the service you're paying for is xbox live yes xbox live will be around forever to support you know, well it's console. a different it can be still a different live because uh what one was it a couple of years ago they finally shut down the xbox live for the original xbox yeah. right and their xbox live was very different than ours so oh, sure. it's it's like two separate services so you know it's it eventually the 360s xbox live service will probably shut down um because they're they're, they're gonna have to keep it separate they can't you know, you can carry over your gamer scores and your game history and stuff like that, but what they're they're not going to do is not going to add features to Xbox Live 360 right. anymore because then people be like, well, I can get that on the 
what console I have. Why would I need to buy a new one? They're going to want to put features in the live that are not available on the 360 to get people to upgrade. So Yeah, which goes oh. back to the, the selling point of, yes, I expect changes to happen to Xbox Live, but only for the new console. Correct. But the, yeah. the thing for me, like, is, like, if... If what we were saying is like, oh, if the Xbox comes out in the spring or the summer, most likely I'll probably have a new one by the end of the year. But if it comes out in November, I will not have one, you know, by the end of the year. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because if one comes out, if it comes out in the spring or summer, I'll buy one in the fall. Because I think a lot of people learned a lesson with buying, being an early adopter on the last three, on the last console, yeah. the Red Ring of Death. So I'm gonna let them work out some kinks and issues before I go dropping my money on it. So, but I was thinking when you guys said about the live service, like big changes, <clears throat> what happens if they keep the same dashboard, you know? But when the new console comes up, they come out with a dashboard update. But then in certain areas of the dashboard, like you know, like the bottom right corner, you get an advertisement. They have something where. If you don't have the new console, you can't access that part of the dashboard. You know what I mean? It's kind of like... Um, As a teaser, uh, basically. Well, not really a teaser. It's like you can still use your dashboard on the 360, but if you want the full access to the dashboard to get to those extra little doodads or thingamajiggies that they have on the dashboard, you have to have the new console. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Some, like, something, uh, like, sim- something similar, like to a dem- like a game demo. When you open exactly. up a game demo, you'll have exactly. like, oh, here's this feature. When you go to the feature, it shows you a video instead of actually letting you play it. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, or I know what you're they saying. give you a little bit, but then they give you that the full. They give you the first five minutes, but then they give like right at that last part, you're like, ooh man, if it's a good demo, they're like, ooh, I want more. You have to go buy the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Same kind of principle. You know, they give you they give you a good taste, but as soon as you want that much more, you have to go buy out the new console. They could do something like that. I, I would not doubt it if they knowing Microsoft they're probably going to do something like that. But then also knowing Microsoft, they'll probably actually give you a five minute video that you must watch every time you start up your three sixty about the new Xbox. <laughs> so or watch half yeah. an hour of commercials. Yeah. All right. Well, I I hate to. I know we're having a good time talking about this, but we really got a tremendous amount of stuff still to cover. Um, so if anybody has comments or you know community wants to sound off about it, be sure to uh, send us a voicemail off our website, um, or you can email us uh, comments or put comments into our Facebook group. Um, Real quick before we move on, uh, I just want to make a quick comment about Bioshock Infinite. Is, uh, it's one of the games that we had mentioned uh, out in what, a few months or so. So there's going to be a board game uh, version of this game uh, that's being done by Plat Hat Games. And there was an interview done by the owner of the company where he actually got to go and play the game. And, you know, because, you know, they did all, you know, the, the transition into the board game format. Everything so uh, the guys from the studio were basically telling the owner, the board game company, that like this is the game that they are like most proud of, and this game is like incredible. So the guy got to play this thing all the way until the end, and then they stopped him. They wouldn't let him see the end. Isn't that like cruel? <laughs> it's like a downright mean. It's like <laughs> this is a fantastic game, and he loved it. He's like this thing is amazing. 
and, and then let him play it all the way to the end, and they stopped him just short of the end because I guess they didn't want to, you know, release what happens at the end. So now he's got to play it like everybody else once it gets Now he's going to gonna buy the game just like the <laughs> yeah, And play it all over. And play it all over. <laughs> yeah. A little teaser. I, I just thought that was more. Nice. Okay. Please continue. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> All, right. All right. So what's our next thing here? Um, the, the next one's you, Rob. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. So Borderlands 2, that game that has been a uh, shiny penny in uh, my Wings hearts here uh, for some time now, has a uh, level cap of 50, and it looks like it's going to be raised sometime in the first quarter of this year uh they haven't uh quite decided or haven't quite released how it's going to be released whether it's going to be a separate patch or part of some dlc but it looks like uh the cap will be bumped up at some point to some level because i don't believe they've released what they're going to bump it to either and then also uh there's the recently released or announced uh, Sir Hamilock's Big Game Hunt. I believe we talked about a couple episodes back. So uh, uh, this thing is out, and uh, they're going to be releasing more information on yet another piece of uh, DLC. So, you know, those people that have been enjoying the game will continue to enjoy the game with even more DLC not after just, uh, or not up until the point of just that the uh, uh, the first season DLC is uh, over with. Cool. So more Borderlands 2 love coming down the pipe. I'll be happy to see the increase in the level cap. <laughs> I've been maxed out at 50 for a long time. <laughs> you know, what do you think is a, a good bump? Like, They'll go to 60. Just to bring it up to 60 or should it go more, 75? What, do you, what, what would you want to see? What I would love to see is, would have been nice if they'd give you an extra, I think, 5 or 10 for every DLC. <laughs> I think that might be, or at least every other, you know, every two DLCs give us a bump of 10. So, mm-hmm. but that's cool. At least go, at least give us another 10. Oh, yeah. That's what they did last time, so. Right. And then the, the end bosses were still a couple levels ahead of us. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I got some interesting news. I thought this was pretty cool. Um, the U.S. military is using Connect to rehab veterans. Uh, this is a story from uh, official Xbox magazine, and I want to read this. This is by Luke Brown. Uh, he says the U.S. military and Microsoft are working together to develop a new physical therapy routine for returning veterans, which will incorporate Connect. Right now, the U.S. Air Force, hoorah, yeah, baby. And the Army's Communications, Electronics Research, Development, and Engineering Center are working diligently with Microsoft to create technology that will allow the vets to rehab at home, where it will be relatively inexpensive and convenient to those injured. According to Defense News, the current setup connects connects Connect with the Remotion 360 physical therapy software developed by InfoStrat. Microsoft is committing R&D and marketing research to ensure that the Defense Department community is aware of the capabilities of the product, as well as the breadth of our partner community, which includes the system integrators, said Phil West, Microsoft's Director of Public Sector Solutions. The targeted scenarios include therapy-related functions, but they also span training and simulation, interactive user interfaces, and so on. 
Uh, though the applications right now are focused on physical rehabilitation, Microsoft believes Connect could help aid in mental rehabilitation as well. Microsoft is exploring options for ways to help returning soldiers deal with post-traumatic stress disorder, including the possibility of creating avatars for group therapy to keep everyone anonymous. Therapists can say, I know who you are because I have your case file. No one else in the room has to see in, has to see in your face. Uh, it, gives a way, it gives a way to encourage, to engage and talk through problems while pre preserving anonymity. I think this is cool. This is, um, I like to see stuff, um, you know, that, that's kind of the one thing. It's like, well, we got our connects and we may not like them for what they do in our house, but to see them actually take this stuff where Microsoft is working to take it further to do something like this, I think is really cool. Um, if it can help um, our veterans to, you know, make their therapy maybe a little more enjoyable or, or try to make it a little fun for them because I, I just can't imagine what they're going through. Um, but anything it does to, to help them with their, their therapy I think is awesome. Um, and it's cool to see the technology being advanced a lot well beyond gaming. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I as far as connecting and using that for uh, they're they're using it for rehab and a lot of other sections and stuff too, other than veterans like children. You know, there are some developers at where I work at, and they're looking at using developing an application for connect to work with children who have issues like lifting their arms up and, and things like that as far as rehab and, and things like that. So it is neat that they're, that this device is being used for a lot of other stuff. Okay, Rob. Yeah. It's a miraculous device. I've actually seen it in a, in a company's, uh, uh, like waiting room where it runs some kind of demo in the background, like on this big monitor. And then you go up to it and you like interact with the demo. But anyway, okay. So uh, some more news about uh, THQ. So THQ a couple of weeks ago, you know, pretty much uh, filed for bankruptcy. Uh, you know, like most of those studios are really, really, really hurting. Or those companies that are really hurting. And uh, there's some rumors floating around that Ubisoft might be looking to pick up. I don't know if they're going to be picking up all of THQ, but looks like they might be picking up at least certain components of them. Uh, they're basically saying that uh, Ubisoft is prepared to wait un until those uh, portions that they want of THQ are being forced to. Uh, to be sold. So, you know, I guess they're going to hold out until they get the best possible price. And, you know, there's some pretty good titles that are, are part of, you know, that are being developed by THQ. Because uh, there's, I mean, a couple of studios involved is what there's uh, Volition. I think that's one of them. Yeah, Volition is one of them. Uh, Relic and uh, Vigil. Yeah. So, Relic did uh, Company of Heroes, Vigil did Darksiders, Saints Row is Volition, and uh, a whole bunch of titles that they've got in development. So it could be a good buy for, for a good purchase for um, Ubisoft that you know they can add to their repertoire and that possibly uh, 
a cheap price. Because if these, you know, games have been in development, let's say for two years, you know, they can purchase the assets for the game may, maybe less than what it costs to develop you know, the game up until this point. So, you know, it could be one for them. And, you know, it would be sad to see some of this stuff just go away, you know. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, um, Warner Brothers is also trying to buy buy out some stuff, and I think I read an article that they were they were put on hold or something was put on hold. But uh, yeah, there's several companies trying to to gobble up some of THQ's assets. So yeah, we may see some different franchises go different ways. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Absolutely. So sorry to see him go. Yeah, they've made some good stuff. I'd like to see more of the with the tablet that you play tablets kind of kind of a neat idea, but mm-hmm. oh well. Brian, I know you got an iPhone. Have yes. You, have you been have you played Wordament yet? Yes, I have. And what oh, and uh if anybody's wondering what Wordament is, Wordament is a game that's available on Windows 8, but it's now an iOS game. It's essentially Boggle if you've ever played the board game. I don't know, it's not even a board game, but if you ever played the game Boggle, that's essentially what it is, but you're playing online. Well, they got a version for the iOS, and it also comes with Xbox Live achievements, which is so cool. I was getting yep. achievements uh, on my iPhone over Christmas. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> I was like, hey, I'm on Xbox Live, and I'm on my phone, and I'm up in Great White North and away from my Xbox, so it was pretty cool. Um and uh, also, it was free. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep getting stuck on this. There's one achievement. It's called uh, Beat Your Frenemies. It says beat all your frenemies in a round. Well, for us, we have so many friends. It puts all your friends in there at first as a frenemy. And you have to beat every single one of them. And, you know, there's somebody on my list that has 650 points. So it's like... I have to outdo all. You have to outdo all of them. You just don't beat that's, one frenemy. You have why to beat you just, all your frenemies. That's why you go when you play your first round, and it ranks and shows people that are by you. You highlight one that's near you, and then you beat them in the next round, and you get the achievement. I got it the first time I tried. <laughs> well, I've I've beat I've beat one of my frenemies before by like a couple hundred points, and I didn't get the achievement because I have to beat all of my frenemies. Like if you didn't have any frenemies in your list, and you only had one. That's why you did it. Well, I have, you know, Dirty Bite and Dark Eye Defender and, you know, all those guys. It didn't have there. it didn't have anybody like that. It had nobody. None of my friends lists were listed on there. Yeah, see, my entire not, friends list is in there. I'm not sure why it didn't pull my friends list in, but I don't know. It gave it to me the first time I tried it. So <laughs> I was like, cool. I think the only thing I'm missing is I got to play, what, 100 rounds and... Um, which I just need to play it a couple more times and find the longest possible word in a round. That those are the last two I need. Yeah. That that could be brutal. I just am not that smart, but it's a fun game. I enjoy playing it. It's you know it's real simple and quick and fast. It's just fun. You just scroll on your finger around in a in a square. What is it? A four by four grid. Um, you're just trying to make words uh, as many words yep. as you can in a time limit. So. Uh, it's free game. You get uh, achievement points, uh, and it's on uh, the uh, iPhone. So uh, go ahead and look for it. It's called Word Ament, all one word. Word Ament. Um, if you can't figure that one out, just look up Microsoft, and you'll find it. <laughs> so, all right. Yeah, one of the 400 similar games out there. 
<laughs> this one's actually fun. <laughs> yeah. I always have trouble with those kind of games where, uh, you know, once you start getting to words with more than four letters in it, it gets hard. <laughs> yeah, I always like, like, dog, cat, and then you find the S, uh, and then it's like, dogs, cats, <laughs> rats. <laughs> I always look for the S so I can make, you know, add yeah. another letter and then play everything that works and ties into that S. <laughs> you see a lot of that from me. Yeah, you get to know those S spots real quick. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we kind of talked a little bit about this earlier, where Microsoft got hit with a cloud save bug. Yeah. And uh, to make up for that, everybody's getting a free month of Xbox Live. So There you go, yeah. Brun. Stop your whining. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to work yet for me, seeing that I have a family account. Are they just going to give it to me? Well, they they have to give it to everybody in my family, basically. Or otherwise, you know, like, theirs will expire and mine won't. (laughs) So, that's one of their big things, is to figure out what's going to happen. I heard it was just a select few that they knew who had problems with it. I didn't know. Like I was reading a bunch of different stuff that said they know who's having problems. So they're going to give them the month free, but not everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's only the people they know about. And I can tell you, I was one of them because it was three days. I mean, I was tweeting. They always claim their Xbox support Twitter account. They respond to them. I was tweeting. And I tell you what, I wasn't nice. (laughs) Because, you know, they're like, oh, we're experiencing a problem, you know, such and such and such. You know, please be patient. And I, the first thing I tweet them, I go, listen, I said, I understand you're having a problem, but when it's a service I pay for, I'm not patient. That's what I, that was my first tweet to them. And they were just like, you know, you know, we're working on it around the clock. And, you know, this was like, I'm like, this is eight hours ago that you've had this problem. Why isn't it fixed yet? And then like a day <laughs> passed and then two days passed. And then I'm like, you are on day three. When is this going to be fixed? And they're like, oh, we're working on it, you know. And, and then they had one that's like, hey, we figured out what the problem was. The problem's fixed. Uh, we're working on now, like, getting people to where they don't lose their saved games or something like that. Oh, but I'm, I'm I just, I, I, these are the things being a technical person, programmer and stuff. I want to know what happened. Like oh, it's not, not like a ser- it's not like yeah it's not like a <laughs> server went down because this is like farms you know these are server farms and it's the cloud I'm like maybe they just don't know what the word cloud means you know and I blame the programmer it's, it's always a programmer oh obviously somebody forgot a semicolon and <laughs> exactly and up, yeah. you know they put somebody a colon did, somebody of a semicolon <laughs> yeah somebody deployed code without being tested but I mean three days three days being down is a long time for a service this big that you're paying ton, you know, people are paying tons of money into it and they were saying they were working around the clock. So I was like, wow, you're working around the clock and you still don't have it up. It's like somebody tripped over a power cord somewhere. Rob and I can, uh, we've been there (laughs) and Rob, I think back to, uh, that hospital. Oh, that hospital. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I immediately was thinking of that. <laughs> I remember uh, I was new uh, working at the same company Rob was back when I first got into IT, and 
he's like, come on out with me. It was after hours. He's like, come on out with me. This will be quick, but you'll learn something. And, um, yeah. <laughs> what time did we get out of there? Like five thirty in the morning. It was, it was like five in the morning. And I, cause I drove <laughs> because it was going to be quick. You just go there and back and, Yes, I was stuck yeah. out there, and then we ran into a major problem, which wasn't oh, our mm-hmm. fault. It was the hospital's fault. Um, yeah, they gave us files that were infected. <laughs> nice. Yeah. They had a, a virus outbreak at the hospital and, like, computer virus. <laughs> and I I went to patch a firewall, which is my sole reason of going out there. Actually, I had a patch of firewall, and we had to move a rack, like, six inches. Yeah. So, <laughs> It like we had to shift it over a little bit, yeah, and uh, yeah, so they wouldn't let me download on the on the firewall, so I went to a machine and I grabbed the file and I infected the firewall and then spent all this time uh, trying to figure out why the services weren't starting and why all this stuff was going on. And then, wing, you remember that like in, in the morning, the guy told some. He told us, he's like, oh, yeah, that virus is all over the place. Yeah, it's like he couldn't, he didn't have said that like five hours ago before he said to pull these files off that machine. Yeah. Oh, man. So it sounds sounds like a time that we had, we were putting out in a second iteration of an application we were using at work. And uh, my buddy, we were all like, okay, we'll, we'll deploy on Sunday. So we'll come at like 8 a.m. on Sunday. We'll be here for about three hours. We'll get out 11 a.m. So, you know, we get in there, we deploy everything, and there's a issue with it. It was, a, you know, an IIS issue and stuff like that. Well, let, needless to say, at 2 a.m. Monday yeah. morning, oh, no. <laughs> You're still there. it was like, uh, I'm going to run home, and I'm going to get a shower, and I'm going to sleep for two hours. I'll be back in at 6 a.m., and that's how it went. It was it was over you know over 24 hours, <laughs> you know, working on this thing. It was supposed to be three minutes, and and it's one of those famous development quotes. Well, it worked in develop. It works on it works on my machine. <laughs> See, that's yeah. that's why I can understand a Microsoft having issues like this because I mean I've I've had to deal with issues like that on a mm-hmm. small scale that can take you a, a day or two to resolve. Right. Because not only once you figure it out, then it's like okay. Can you just reverse it? Sometimes you can't. Sometimes there's the impact of, okay, we're going to lose data if we just do this. So you got to try to, you know, so, I mean, you got to think about live is freaking huge. So anytime mm-hmm. they have a problem, it's big. I mean, it's a, any little problem is huge. So, I mean, I, I wasn't impacted. I mean, and, and I would have probably been upset if I was impacted, but at the same time having, you know, being in technology, I get it. Crap happens, yeah. you know, I mean, it, I work for a That's big technology company myself, and man, I, I you know, I'll get about probably tomorrow I'll be having problems just even logging in. You know, it's like, come on, you know, it's like, you know, it's ridiculous some of the stuff that you have to deal with, even in tech companies. The crap just doesn't always work like it should. So, but it's always nice to be able to point the finger at somebody else. Exactly. <laughs> See, I think I think that's where being in technology, just like you guys are. I understand that there's going to be a hiccup, and and if you think about the cloud or whatever, it's they're they're at like 99% uptime. You know, right. you can never guarantee something being an up 100%. Oh, but wow. I think what and it's like the last time they had an issue, I've always come out and said, you know what? What makes it even better is if you just explain 
what happened. Even if it goes over somebody's head, explain what happened. If they're saying, you know what, we were trying to make Xbox Live perform faster. So we were bringing up an entirely new, you know, server farm. And that server farm caused a hiccup. And that's the cause of the problem. Everybody, and to me, I'd just be like, eh, okay. You know, that's going to happen sometimes. But if it's just like, uh, we're working on it. Yeah, you're never going to get an answer. And then three days later, three days later, it's fixed. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the way okay. every company is. They're never going to say, you know, what the problem is. You know, there, there's and there's reasons why. You know, I, I, I deal with that even with my current company. You know, hey, we're aware of this, but, you know... Be careful how you dole it out, because there's a lot of reasons why you don't want to go run to all your customers. Hey, <laughs> oh yeah, know, do because you could cause a, a even bigger problems, and you know it's um. So I get it, and yeah, it sucks. It does suck for the consumer, and the thing is, it's only going to get worse. I mean, because I'll guarantee the next Xbox is going to be even more integrated. You know, uh, the next PlayStation will be more integrated. Uh, you know, uh, the, the 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 Wii U. Well, it wasn't more integrated, but they actually have an online service now. You know, I mean, so they still have that tie-in. So everything is being all together. You know, it's all online. Everything's going that way. And um, so when stuff like this happens, it's going to, you know, it's going to impact it. And, and heck, it could be where the next Xbox, you're required to be on live, period. Or it won't work, period. You know, I mean, there's, look at the PC, you know, a lot of these games on the PCs require an, uh, an internet connection to play. Was it Diablo 3, I think, is one of them? If you're not online, you can't play your game. Yep. And, and if their services go down, which they did, people paid the money for the game and their servers couldn't handle it and you couldn't play the game you bought. You know, so that's just kind of the way things go. So hopefully they'll get it all figured out. 99% uptime is great. You know, I can't even get a flight with a 99% guaranteed on time rate. You know? yeah. <laughs> and they fly the same route every single day. <laughs> so you know, when I heard that the whole cloud thing went down, I immediately thought that because you know, when you're dealing with something like this, I mean, it's like hundreds of, of different machines that are involved, you know, across the country, world or, or whatnot. And to me, like the, Looking at it from the IT standpoint, the most horrific thing would be some kind of propagation problem. Yeah. Where you get some kind of issue and it just propagates to 10,000 machines. And then you're like, oh my God. <laughs> then you have to like fix it on 10,000 machines. And they're all it's, over the place. And you probably have yeah. to have people at all those different locations. And so. But. So, you know, if it was a widespread thing, then. You know, it was, you know, if it, I mean, if it was such a long thing, like taking a couple of days, I mean, I bet it was like some kind of propagation issue where, I mean, they literally had like so many machines. To fix. <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> I've got, I was muting because I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick you out of the call, bro. <laughs> I was I was I was typing to wing what I believe the issue was, but and you uh, would be wrong. <laughs> I know we'll we'll leave first, it at that. First of all, they have their own. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I, I, I would believe that it would be the software that caused the problem, but it would be their. <laughs> um, That's funny. You know, because they use free AV. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so let's move on. Um, 
Bruns getting a free month of Xbox Live. So, all right. Um, Microsoft has registered three new streaming video services. This is uh, again from OXM. Uh, Microsoft has trademarked three new services uh, for streaming video, and for now, the trademarks only exist in Europe, uh, which is kind of interesting. But Microsoft has made no secrets hoping to evolve the Xbox 360 console into more than just a gaming device, as we talked about this earlier tonight. Uh, with last year's hiring of Nancy Tellum, Microsoft took the first step towards creating a host of new original entertainment channels. The three new trademarks could be indicative of the company's progress in that department thus far. Uh, the trademarks include Xbox Sports, Xbox Fitness, and Xbox Now. Each has been classified for telecommunication service, namely providing electronic transmission of video over the Internet. The trademarks were, fo- the trademarks were filed back in October and November, which would place them roughly one month after Telem took over as president of entertainment and digital media at Microsoft. So just how these services will be implemented remains to be seen, but with the branching out of the Xbox video brand to other devices like Windows 8, there's plenty of devices that would potentially be able to stream these new channels. Um, and chances are we're going to find out about this stuff at E3. Would be my yep. guess. So, um, one thing I wanted to say, I don't know if you guys have launched Netflix recently, um, but the other day I, I turned it on because I've gotten hooked on that stupid Breaking Bad show. Um, oh, such a good show. It, it took me like season two, I think, before I, I, I'm actually almost quit several times because I was like, I just don't see the point of this show. It didn't, it, it wasn't one that drew me in right away. But for some reason, I kept—I think out of boredom and nothing else to watch, I just kept watching it. Now I'm hooked, um, and yeah. I think I'm in season four now. But um, the other day, I turned Netflix on to watch Breaking Bad, and there was an ad, <laughs> but it was a Netflix ad for Netflix original movie. They got this—I uh, don't think it's a movie; I think it's a series uh, that they're putting out. It's—it's it's their own. They're going to be producing their own entertainment now. And it actually has some very high-profile actors. Um, I'll try to look it up and see if I can. I don't know if they'll have anything on their website about it because um, I can't remember the name of it. It had something to do with politics. Um, it was a political type of thing. Uh, but it had uh, – oh, what's his name? Uh, the guy that was in American Beauty. Uh, Kevin Spacey? Yes, Kevin Spacey uh, mm-hmm. was like the main character. Oh, that's and, cool. Um I, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see. They don't have anything on their website. Uh, I'll yeah, do... I'm actually ditching Netflix for a few months because they just don't have anything new. Yeah. And... So. Oh, I got <laughs> called House of Cards. That's a 13 episodes. Um, let's see. Oops, that's not the right link. Um, yes, here we go. Yeah, House of Cards is the name. It's in a Netflix original series, um, and the video is up on Netflix. Um, but let's see if they list who's in it. But yeah, that's the guy you just mentioned. <laughs> you forgot it. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, thank you, as a congressman. Um, so this is basically they're kind of going down that road that like HBO, Showtime, and others do. And I've seen some like HBO only or Showtime only specific original programming that is fantastic. You know, and I, I, this was this kind of was like, hey, this is kind of interesting. And it looks to be I mean, this is I saw the trailer and it looks great quality. It doesn't look like a corny type of show. This looks like it's going to be really good. Um, 
So I thought that was interesting, but it makes me think of Xbox and what Microsoft's doing. I mean, I think it'd be really cool to see some Microsoft original entertainment, you know, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's what, you know, kind of what they're gearing towards is they're going to be putting out their own stuff. And hopefully it's stuff like what HBO and Showtime has done. I mean, can you imagine like, uh, like what is it? What Rob, what's that one you like? Game of Game of Thrones? Game yeah, of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I mean, wouldn't that be kind of cool to see that being like an Xbox exclusive? Sure. Of, you know, a series. It's it's uh, stuff like that. Um, yeah. So I think that's kind of what they're kind of going for, and we'll probably see a lot more in the next Xbox. But um, they're still talking 360 with this stuff. So. Yeah, HBO's got a lot of good ones like Game of Thrones and Boardwalk Empire and. Stuff like that. And Netflix is supposed to be doing uh, original programming. It's actually supposed to, I think, make a season season four of Arrested Development? Season three? I can't remember how many seasons Arrested Development had. But they're, they're really funny. And they're supposed to be doing original programming for that. But I'm taking my few months off of Netflix to let some things build up because they just don't have anything kind of burnt through it. Plus, I have Amazon Prime now, so... Yeah. But. All right. <clears throat> Ron, I know you wanted to take off, so why don't you throw your your two stories in, and then we'll say goodbye to you, and we'll continue on. <laughs> yeah, but, but there, weren't really, there weren't really stories, but I was kind of curious on, uh, you know, New Year's resolutions and uh, what you guys are going to... As far as gaming New Year's resolutions, kind of curious on what your was, because... I know if you guys remember mine from last year, it was to play and beat all the Mass Effects. And I did one and two, and I did those back-to-back. I did them real quick. Uh, the third one came out, started playing it, got halfway through, got stuck on something that I didn't really care for, and uh, decided to start over because I didn't want it to end, like, do, play that way. I didn't want it to end that way. So I st- went to start over, and I forget what I got sidetracked on, and I have yet to play the game. <laughs> so I haven't played, I haven't beat Mass Effect three yet. So I was just like, oh my gosh, I missed my resolution that I was just going to have, you know, I was going to do it and have it done because you guys are always like, you never finish games, and I, uh, I failed. So I was kind of curious on what your guys' 2013 resolutions, gaming resolutions. To not make one. To not make one. All right. Why do I want... that making one? <laughs> uh, why set yourself up for failure, right? Yeah. Rob, do you have one? I'd say for me is to just do better overall time management so I can do the relaxing things like gaming. Uh, huh. I, I think that's a lot of what keeps me from gaming like I would like to or how I used to. There's it's too much stuff going on. That's me. Carbide, you got one? Uh, <clears throat> I was thinking um, I want to try to finish off Splinter Cell Conviction before Blacklist comes out. I got uh, some ah. multiplayer achievements left over. Some, uh, I think it's Hunter Mode, I think it's what it's called. Or last, no, last stand. That's what it is. I have like oh, four yeah. achievements. Yeah. I have, I have so. some of those to finish too. That's yeah. such a good game. I love that game. 
I have to relearn all the buttons. That's that's what's kind of pro. That's why I'm kind of procrastinating. I just don't want to relearn all the buttons yet. Well, I had one, and I was trying to think of like what number should I put on it because my thing was is to you might want to unplug complete. Oh man, again. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, so funny, so funny. Some things change, other things stay the same. Yeah, uh, nothing's changed since you've been gone. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, mine was like I couldn't figure out a number I was going to put on to it. I think I want to do three, but it's to complete three games that I've started last year that I've yet to finish. One being Mass Effect Three. I think the other is going to be Ghost Recon Future Soldier because I'm like almost at the end and I haven't finished it. And then the other one is going to be Assassin's Creed Three. But, uh, you know, mine is... You might to, not to... want to set that one as a goal, man. I don't know. I, you I may not even make it off the boat and you'll quit. I, I, I 100%ed it now, so it's not that bad. Yeah, it is. No. <laughs> but that's that, I think that's mine, is to at least get three. I, I, I know the first two for sure I want to do. The, the third one is up in the air, but that's going to be mine. And then the other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about or to hear from you is... We were talking about Game of the Year stuff earlier, and there's a lot of great games that came out this year. I was kind of curious on, you know, a lot of people concentrate on the stuff that comes out toward the end of the year. Or, you know, they always kind of forget what came out at the beginning of the year, or maybe even late in the year prior. But I just wanted to hear, what was your guys' go-to game this year? Like, what did you guys find yourself playing... You know, when you sat down and you're just like, oh, you know, I just picked up this brand new game and you play it for tw- two hours or so. And then the next day comes, al- next day comes along and you're just like, you know, what? I think I want to go play this game. Like, I want to go back. You know, what was your go to game? I don't well, think like I... me. I, I for me, I think it was probably Walking Dead and like at least in the second half of the year, because no matter what game came out, you know, I pretty much went and I played Walking Dead. I mean, even uh, Borderlands. I mean, Borderlands came out and boom, next thing you know, the episode came out for Walking Dead and I was playing that instead of Borderlands. Yeah. Wing? Um, I'd have to say Pinball FX2. No, uh, yeah. That, that and Rock Band Blitz are the two. I, I, if I just want to play something quick and simple and not really you know, do anything, I, that's what I would go to. But Pinball for sure. Um, it it probably will always be my go-to game. Carbide? Uh, I don't even know if I have a go-to game. Uh, no. You're just, you're just in the now. Ghost Recon. Anything that's Ghost Recon. Ghost (laughs) Recon. Yeah, right now I'm on that Ghost Recon online. No. Yeah. Ghost Recon, Assassin's Creed. I haven't done that very much, though, because I'm waiting for that DLC to come out. But anything just to, like, two minutes kind of play to kill time, nothing. That's why I don't really play unless I really sit down. Yeah, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be just to play to to kill time. Like, my my example is, you know, I was so waiting for Halo 4. Halo 4 came out, played it for three weeks, almost three weeks straight. But then now I find myself, oh, I played a little NHL here, I played this here, but what do I find myself going back to every single time is, is Battlefield. 
I play Battlefield uh, all the time, and it's yeah. not, you know, it's not. I don't know why. I just there's a lot of people on there play. It lets me go out and do something that I like to do. Um, but I even find myself playing it now more than I do Halo Four, and I just I have to get in back into Halo Four. But I always find myself throwing in Battlefield. Well, I think it would have been Assassin's Creed, but since I 100% it, like that now I don't really go to it anymore because right. I want to. That that was my goal, like to have one, two, three. You know, I guess this is what the fourth one. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. just to get them all 100%. So I guess the yeah. game that I want to go back to now, yeah, would be go to probably Ghost Recon to try to get that one, but I don't think that's going to happen because nobody plays anymore. So. Syndic, not syndicate, which would be a good one to work on. But uh, oh, great game! Yeah, um, I was gonna say Splinter Cell because I need, you know, those last stands one, and that's kind of my, like you said, the New Year's resolution to get that yeah. done before the the thing is over. Or for do you just need do you just need a partner on that or something? Yeah, but I have to do it on all the maps. Like that's it's just gonna be so time consuming. So. Uh. Well, I've still got, I own that game, so I say I do too. We should we yeah. should play some. We should, but I just don't want to learn all the buttons again. That's the frustrating part. Because <laughs> like I'm, I'm trying to shoot them and I throw grenades or something like that or do something stupid and I'm like crap. <laughs> so it gets me more frustrated trying to relearn it all. So I was like, oh, I'm give up right now, and then never go back. I'm gonna actually look to see what I have. <laughs> but. Yeah, that's all I wanted to find out from you guys. Big things to talk about. So, but other than that, I guess I can, I can take off. You guys have a couple extra, a couple stories coming down the line that I wanted to stay and talk about, but it is now Monday morning and I need yeah. to get to bed for work. So, but thanks for having me again and Carbide's good. Good talking to you. I think you were on here last time I was on, so <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Have a good day. Yep. But you guys enjoy. Take care, Bron. Yep. Bye, right, bud. Talk later. to you later. And Actually, it what? looks like our recording is still going. Yay! I still play. I played that. Uh, what was it? Trials Evolution. That's what I was looking at. I got That's that one. It was on sale. Yeah. I still need the last stand stuff too there, so by the way. Okay. I'm still looking for it, but like I, I saw in that evolution, I was like, oh man, I see the little dot in your name, and I was like, oh, I just got to beat that name for the time. I was like, hi. For Wingman. Yeah, <laughs> that shouldn't be hard to do. I suck <laughs> at that game, so. All right, I found it here. Yeah, just last stand, all of the last stand stuff. Well, let's, uh, we should plan to do that one night here, so. Sure. Uh, it's going to take more than that, but yeah, definitely. Well, I need to do at least one map just to get that first achievement. <laughs> I haven't even done <laughs> yeah. one of them, so. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so I need to do Hunter and all that. That's a fun game, so I don't mind doing that. So we'll we'll get together and do that. Yeah, if you have to do Hunter too, then for sure. All right, Rob. You're up. All right, all right. Okay, so there's a place in Connecticut where you guys might actually want to be. I don't know. Well, we'll see here. So there's a town called Southington, Connecticut, where on January 12th, I believe it is, yeah, 12th, uh, they're going to have a special collection going on. 
So, you know, what is this for? You know, is this for, uh, you know, some tsunami victims? No. Hurricane victims? No. no. Well, it's for the victims of our youth, essentially, because they want to destroy violent video games. And what they will do is people can bring in their violent video games that are just, you know, bringing down their home values and, and whatnot and destroying lives and their families and, and all that good stuff. You can, you can take those violent video games and get them out of your house. You bring them over to a drive-in, I believe it is. Yeah, a drive-in over at this place, and they'll give you a $25 gift certificate that you can use somewhere in the town. You know, at all this fun stuff that you can do in January, like go to a water pool. So you can use your $25 gift certificate water pool. So I wonder if I take my U-Drop Pictionary um, and I I go in and I hand it to them, will they give me $25 for that? Then I can go back to my car, get the U-Draw um, Instant Artist and bring that back to them. I get another $25. <laughs> I mean, then I'd do it because those that's worth more than what I paid for the game's brand new. <laughs> I go buy it, I go rebuy them and then still pocket cash. <laughs> You know, because I was, I was thinking about this, and I think that the proper way to handle this is, you know, because it doesn't, I don't think that they discriminate in terms of, like, if it's, a, you know, a recent title or whatnot. At least it doesn't say in what we've been reading here. But you can pretty much go through, instead of taking your old titles over to, you know, GameStop or whatnot and getting, like, three bucks for them, right. take them over to this place, and you get 25 bucks. So... Let's say you got, I don't know, two kids. So you take two super old titles that have been collecting dust on your shelf. You bring them over here. You get two $25 gift certificates. You give them to the kids so they go to the water park so they leave you alone so you can play the new violent video game that's out this week. I mean, that's what they're going to do. They're going to take this gift certificate and use it towards <laughs> other violent games. That's so stupid. If they're smart. But watch, it'll be like you know, $25 for like frozen yogurt or a water park. Yeah, it'll probably be something. Gentlemen's like, Club, I don't know. you got to use somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure there's some hitch to it. You can't just go use it at GameStop. Yeah. This is, this is so stupid. It's just, yeah, I uh, mean... And you know why they're doing this. This is in response to the shooting, and it's it's just like, you know, I I'm gonna get on a soapbox for a second, and and it, and it's not gonna be what you probably think it is, but this is so stupid because I'm so tired of people trying to blame. They, everybody wants to find blame for why bad happens in the world. All right, Adam and Eve, okay had two sons, okay? There was no rock music. There was no movies. There was no video games. There was no internet. There was no guns. There was no cars. There was no alcohol. Yet Cain still killed Abel. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's the person. It's the people. It doesn't... And everybody's like, well, we gotta blame movies. Well, we gotta blame video games. We gotta blame music. We gotta blame dancing. We gotta blame... You go back and look at the history, and I think it was... Um, I've mentioned this before. 
in the past. I think it was Wired Magazine had this article about the history of banned items in the United States. And at one time, the waltz was banned because it was considered to be evil. Well, nowadays, the waltz is considered to be a very, like, upper-class, elegant dance. But at one time, it was considered the devil's dance type of thing. You know, it was banned. The kids weren't allowed, you know. And I'm just like, it's so stupid. You know, that's not someone waltzing is not going to cause them to do some psycho thing. What's going to cause them to do some psycho thing is that they are psycho. They got mental problems. There's, there's, you know, and now like Hollywood or video games, that might help them plan out what they want to do. I'll give you that much. I'll give it that much. It doesn't make them do it. It doesn't make them become a psycho. It doesn't turn. I mean, I play lots of violent video games. I've listened to heavy metal rock music since I was a teenager. I've never killed anyone. You know, I've never wanted to kill someone. I might want to beat somebody up, but, you know, everybody has that. You know, it doesn't, it, it, I'm not a violent person. I own guns. I don't plan to go out and kill anybody. You know, I mean, it's just, I, I this, this type of stuff is so stupid. And all the stuff they're doing in, in this country right now, uh, uh, attacking the gun owners and stuff and it it's it's dumb. It really is dumb. People need to really look at the real problem, and we need to get back to helping people that need help. You Taking know, video you... games out or, or getting rid of violent video games is not going to change someone who is just whacked out, who's got mental problems. We need to exactly. solve that mental problems and help you these know, people. You know, it... It also comes down to people, first of all, a lot of people don't take responsibility for their own actions. And this is another thing. It's just basically saying, you know, video games are responsible. You know, Joe Schmo is not responsible for his actions. Yeah. The video game that's responsible. And it's like, come on, you know, people have free will and some people just make horrible, poor decisions. I saw I saw a story the other day um, that some guys in prison are trying to sue. I think it's Budweiser because they're saying that it was Budweiser's fault that they committed their crimes because they were drunk at the time. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, oh come on, man! I've I've you know I've had my days and you know uh, I never committed crimes. You know, I mean, it's just. It's just, if you're going to, you did it because that's the kind of person you are, you know, the alcohol probably just made you not care even a little bit more, you know, you know, (laughs) but it didn't make you do it. I think I'm going to sue McDonald's because I ordered a McRib when I was hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, it's like those people suing McDonald's because they're fat. It's McDonald's fault that I'm fat. Uh, no, it's not. It's because you keep shoving food down your throat. <laughs> you know, I'm a big guy, and I'm a big guy because I eat too much and I don't exercise. It's nobody else's fault. It's my own fault. I could do something about it. I choose not to. You know, uh, it's Borderlands <laughs> problem. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah, it's Carbide's fault. I'm gonna blame Carbide because he makes me get on and play video games to help him gain achievement score. <laughs> Yeah, make you sit down on the couch and not do anything. It's all my fault. <laughs> so, 
So it's yeah, let's let's stop the knee jerk reactions. Let's uh, solve the problems at the source where they truly lie. You know, that's that's all I want to say on that. So. All right. Uh, okay. Next thing. Um, this is real quick. Minecraft. You know, when this came out, man, I was like, are you kidding me? This thing has sold over over 5 million digital copies on Microsoft Xbox Live alone. Yeah. Uh, uh, as of uh, December 31st, um, they, um, I guess the, whoever this dude is, someone, the company's, let's see, the news comes via the company's Daniel Kaplan on Twitter. Uh, he said on the last day of 2012, Minecraft Xbox 360 edition hit 5 million copies sold. So, that's just insane. They've also sold 8.7 million copies on PC, 5 million on iOS and Android. <laughs> Overall, it's been 18 million copies of Minecraft. So, I don't get it, man. Uh, it's popular. I don't get it, but that's pretty cool. Congratulations to those guys. That's awesome to be that they were successful. So. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Sony, I guess, uh, got a new pack. Which is uh, that uh, extremely popular uh, topic of used video games. So what this patent is, is that there's an RFID chip or, or whatnot, somehow in the disks, attracts their usage. So I would imagine this would be like, you know, the, the drive would need to be able to read this or the console would need to be able to read it and basically know... Like, hey, this particular serial number or whatnot was used in this machine, and then from that point on, they can stop it uh, from playing in other machines. Or, I guess there's a little bit of speculation here. Or, you know, say, well, this one's been played previously. You know, give us more money. So, you know, here's a uh, another patent that is trying to, you know, get us down and hurt uh, GameStop and all those other competitors so much so you know i guess they found a solution and hopefully this thing never comes to fruition it's not a solution though yeah. uh, think about it we're about to get a new xbox what what are the odds that that thing's going to have problems what if it red rings okay or has you know it has the next iteration of red ringing if it had if the xbox had this type of thing well then you put a game in on your brand new xbox you start playing it and, uh, you know, say it breaks the next day, you go back to the store and replace it because you got the warranty. Guess what? That game you bought with your new console doesn't work in the replacement console. <laughs> this is more about the titles, though. So, no, you know, if, if this RFID chip, okay, you put the game into your console, it tracks what console you played it on. Your console takes a dump. That means you can never play that game on I see the console saying. you replace it to because it's tagged to your console. Well, it would have to. I think I would think it would have to be with your like live account or something. Yeah, so maybe it links to that. Well, this this the story says it restricts it to the console. Okay. See, that would yeah. be. So, what happens when your console takes? Because I know when you send your consoles into Microsoft, you don't always get. I don't think it's very rare you get the exact same one back. I think you never get them. Yeah, I don't think you ever. I know I sent my uh, wheel in to be replaced, and I got a different wheel back. Because I actually wrote the, the serial number down because it was recalled for uh, 
catching on fire or something. And the one they sent me was not the same one. So, and I know, I mean, we've seen people send in very specialized ones that had all this writing on it, or there was something, remember that one person sent one in, and it was a special signed by all the developers of some game, and they got they got a blank white one back. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like Bungie's no. developers. I read about that, too. Why would you would send that in? I think i just go buy a new one and set that one on the shelf, man. <laughs> yeah. Or go buy a new one, swap the innards with the new case, and then send it in. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, there's too much to this. You don't always get your hardware back, so... Yeah, and then depending on how it tags to the console, even getting it replaced, if you got the exact identical console back, there might be something that's been replaced inside that would change that ID number. So this is a stupid idea. (laughs) Let's hope Microsoft doesn't do this, and I hope Sony doesn't do it. So Let's hope that the only people that profit from this idea are the lawyers that filed this patent, and that's where it stays. Yeah. Is it never sees the light of day? Yep. All right. Last story here uh, that I've got is Microsoft acquires R2 Studios, uh, specialists in smart glass like home automation. Um, they have beat out, I guess, both Apple and Google were trying to acquire this company called R2 Studios, and they primarily work in home automation and entertainment. Um, R2 holds a number of patents that have to do with using various mobile devices to control home entertainment software and hardware, and Microsoft is reportedly sending the company to work with its Xbox division. Um, So this kind of sounds like um, more work towards smart glass application. Um, So maybe our smart glass, I don't know, maybe we'll be able to, from the road, launch smart glass, turn on your lights at your house, turn your alarm on, Turn the TV on and make it look like someone's there. I don't know. <laughs> Turn the furnace up or down. Check on the cat, you know. <laughs> so there could be some new uh, home automation products, I guess, that maybe might be tied to smart glass or to the new Xbox somehow. So. Ooh. Stuart, you got anything you wanted to talk about before we jump in our community stuff? No, I got nothing. I've been looking, but. Nothing really jumped out other than what you've already mentioned. All right. So we'll go into our community. There's some stuff in here. We've covered some of this already. Uh, but if you want to see our community, we are on Facebook. Look for this Xbox Life. Go ahead and join us, and we'll let you in. Um, I probably need to open that up because I disapprove anyone anyways. i got to figure out how to do that. Um, you can email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thisxboxlife. Or send us a voicemail. Uh, use the app on our website. Um, all right. And so the first one, Rob, why don't you take that? Okay. Um, let me make sure I got the first one. The second one. Right? Oh, from Jeff. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six. He's got like seven questions there from Jeff. Yeah, the first one was the town, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, so we, Which is we what you just that. talked about. So. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, he's got uh, Electronic Arts is going to be shutting down the online servers for a couple of games um, starting uh, this month. And the list is, you know, let's see, just cover them real quick. So January 3rd, which was a couple of days, 
as we go out of this recording, because we're recording this on the 6th of January, 2013. On January 3rd, they've got FIFA Manager 11, uh, which is a PC title. January 11th, which is on Friday of this week, they're going to be shuttering FIFA Soccer 11, uh, which is across all of the devices, PC, PS3, Wii, and 360. FIFA Soccer 11, Madden NFL 11, uh, Madden NFL 11 Ultimate Team, NBA Jam, NBA Live 10, NCAA Football 11, NHL 11 and NHL 11 Ultimate Team. On the 14th, which I believe is Monday, yeah, next Monday, uh, Sims 2 for the PC and the Sims2.com is going down. The January 19th, Trenches 2 for iPad, iPhone, and iPad Touch. So I guess uh, they don't want to pay the electric bill anymore for the <laughs> servers, so it's going away. Nah, it's nothing new. <laughs> yeah. I, I just never understood it. It's like, how much does it really cost to maintain that? Why don't you just pay, like, the electric bill and you have somebody just watch it? Or it's well, all virtualized now, anyway, probably. In the old days, it was all peer-to-peer. You didn't have servers, so then your games would last forever, so. Yeah. I don't know. You want to get the next one, or... Um, or I'll, I'll just take it. Okay, because I yeah I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Okay. So there's a study uh, that was done, and uh, uh, the study basically concluded that the gamers uh, can be normal people and, and have friends. Believe it or not, you know this is something that probably didn't hit the news outlets because they don't want to report this. They just want to make gamers really bad people and, and have all sorts of issues. So this was done by two professors at Penn State after surveying 166 people uh, who were waiting in line at a uh, COD Black Ops midnight launch. So I guess uh, they asked them a whole bunch of questions and they found the people to be normal. Okay. Fantastic. But we already knew that. Right? Because you guys are normal. Yeah, we're normal. Ish. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, the fans have spoken. Nuketown 2025 is back. Jeff uh, sent us a story. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but Nuketown 2025 was a pre-order uh, bonus map. Um, I didn't pre-order the game. I ordered. I bought the game. Obviously, got it for Christmas, but I still got Nuketown, which is cool. It was still in the box. Um, so that's kind of cool, but, uh, this was, uh, you know, buying the game pre-order. It was a bonus. Uh, shortly after the game launched, uh, they, there was a tweet, uh, that came up or uh, a message from Treyarch says double XP weekend is officially over. That means Nuketown 2025, 24 seven is as well. Um, fans got pretty ticked off. Now they said the 24 seven Nuketown map would come back in for special events, and you can still play your friends in custom games. But this didn't go well. People got mad, ticked off. So uh, they have brought the game, that map, back into the rotation. And um, it, it's uh, and it's been added to um, a small map's mosh pit. 
Uh, fans answered the call, and Treyarch announced that a new fast action playlist called Chaos Mosh Pit is now available in the game, which includes Nuketown 2025. So it is still available all the time. So, yep, if you get mad, let the game company know. Let the people know. They might just do something about it. Okay. Uh, there's a Battlefield 3 fan video that was made where they took uh, it was 60 pieces of or C4 and they put it under a tank or around it somehow and they flipped a tank on top of a building. So it's a uh, it's, uh, interesting video, I guess. I don't know if it's uh, really awesome or if it's, I've got too much time on my hands. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I might want to check it out. Called uh, Tanks Are Flipping Awesome. So check it out. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll gather the video up, but I'll have to look at it later. Yeah. So. Uh, is there a link? I guess you can look for, probably do a search. Yeah, Battlefield 3 fan video, Tanks Are Flipping Awesome. If you yeah. guys want to see the video, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, BF3 stunts. It's done by 1080 Pixel Gaming. Yes, sir. Okay. And then Jeff also wrote in about the home automation company, uh, which we already covered. So thanks, Jeff, for all the, all the topics. Um, Al writes in. Um, now, this is old news, uh, unfortunately, because... We're into 2013, but he did he did post the the story in our group about the countdown to oh no no never mind this was not uh, this is countdown to E3 2013. Um, so this was at Major Nelson. That's where I saw this. Al posted this. I was thinking when I first was looking at this, this was the countdown to 2013, all the sales that they were having at the end of the year. No, this is countdown to E3 2013. So Major Nelson has a clock up. Um, and right now there's 155 days, one hour, 34 minutes, 33 seconds, 32, 31, 30. Oh, <laughs> that's the rest of this podcast. I'm just going to keep counting second down. By 24, second 24, 23. <laughs> so there, if you want to know how long it is to E3, just go to uh, major Nelson's site. Look for the countdown to E3 2013. Um, all he says, and it's on, but, um, yeah, so go to his blog. <laughs> yeah. So it's coming, people. I I tell you what, I'm really this E3. I'm excited because as long as we get the new Xbox, <laughs> it's going to be an awesome E3. I hope. So that. But what happens if the, that new set top box that they're talking about, you know, like uh, <clears throat> like um, you know, cable box kind of thing? I think it's going to launch right with it. Because there's supposed to be two different versions. There's like the no drive, all online only kind of Roku box, you know. And then there's like the console that you're used to with the hard drive and the uh, Blu-ray drive and, you know, the full-on console. They're both supposed to come out. So. Huh? But I'm going for the full-on big dog. I'm not buying no little little tiny Wii box or something like that that doesn't have a drive. <laughs> So, yeah. but yeah, it's going to be interesting where things go with all that stuff in the coming year or two. Because you know the satellite companies have got like what Hopper and then 
DirecTV's got the Genie, and I mean, it's everything's going in that really like whole home entertainment media sharing type of setup. So, you know, they definitely want a piece of that action. Yeah, they do. So, cool. Yep. I can't wait till E3. E3. All right, what's next? What's next? Robbie. What is it? Dagwood. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still there with okay, us, Robbie? Okay, so, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out what, <laughs> what this topic is about. Okay, so Dagwood is asking if uh, uh, Halo 5 will be a launch title. Um, no, I don't know. What do you think, Carbide? That would be a launch title? Definitely. So you Definitely. think it'll be out this year, Halo 5? Because mm. it'd have to be out this year, this November, to be a hot, to be a launch oh, title. Guess. Yeah, I think I think it would. But then, what would they change? That's the big thing. You know, I think it would be a launch title, but then it's really hard to say what it is in a sense. Because you know, you get you get Call of Duty that's every year. Sure, it's different developers uh you know Treyarch and infinity ward but you get it every year what's stopping halo um well we're down to one developer i mean we only have one developer and it's a new developer and uh halo 4 just came i don't know man i i think unless that development house has been really big and they've been doing a lot that we aren't aware of i mean which is obviously we don't know what they're what's going on but yeah i i doubt it but he brings up a good point well what because he says what's what would be a title that would be a, a you know a big launch title because obviously it's not Gears of War Judgment that's coming out on 360. Um, Rainbow Six Patriots is going to be multi-platform. Um, Splinter Cell's coming out early. GTA's coming out early. Um, the 1313 Star Wars 1313. I I doubt that's going to be one console only. I'm sure that'll be cross-platform because now that's now that's owned by uh, Disney, and uh, Watch Dogs is a new IP, and I don't think that alone, even if that was a, you know, I'm sure that'll be cross-platform, but I even that alone, that's not anything to really, I don't think, stand out for uh, uh to be a, a good system title. seller. Yeah. Crackdown Three, yes, <laughs> there you go. Battlefire, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. No, because that's coming out here in just a couple months. Oh, is it? Yep. I don't know. I don't do golf. I don't do GTAs. <laughs> They're boring. I would. I could see a Crackdown Three, maybe. Maybe they'll spring that on us. At, uh, oh, I'd love that. <laughs> Even though the second one was not near as good as the first, it, it was still gave me many hours of gameplay, and I still enjoyed it. So. They just need a new city. <laughs> um, that's a good question. I, I really don't know. Um, I don't know. What they'd have, I guess we'll have to see what Microsoft has up its sleeve. I would hope that they'd have something big. You know, uh, maybe, you know, we know that uh, uh, Cliff Blazinski was working on a new game. What was that? Do you remember the name of that game he was working on before he left? Uh, they were working on a new game. 
that kind of reminded me more of like a Team Fortress style of game. Uh, I cannot recall the name of it, uh, but maybe something like that. Maybe they're going to do Unreal, or uh, maybe those guys are going to do another exclusive title for Microsoft. I don't know. What was that one that they uh, they looked on the uh, the screenshots? It was Frozen, kind of like off of uh, Lost Planet, but I think it was more of like a Halo-based kind of thing. No. Uh, Destiny? That's yeah, Destiny? I think that's what it is. Yeah, Bungie's multi-platform that's owned by Activision, right? They, they're not going to be uh, Microsoft only. Oh, is that like is that? Let me just read this. Well, does it have to be Microsoft only to be a launch title? Well, it's because um, he was saying um, if there is any other title that could move a system like Halo, so yeah, it would have, oh. to, be, have to be Xbox only. Yeah, yeah. you know that's because that's like Halo was Xbox only, Gears Xbox only. Those those right. moved and sold consoles. What are you going to have if you just put out both Gears and Halo in the same year? Yeah. Before the right before the launch of the new system, so what do you got? I, that's a good question. I would not expect to see a new Halo. What's uh, a bit a different version of Halo? You know, like you got uh, Halo Wars. I know Halo Wars is not that big of a game, but maybe it's along that lines of it. But you like haven't really ODS, heard anything. ODST Part Two or something. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm just spitting out different ideas. Yeah, could be. There could still be a Halo game. That would make sense to have a... Or maybe, maybe here we go, Halo 2 Anniversary Edition. Yeah. Well, that was, wouldn't that be like an arcade kind of thing? No, Halo. The original Halo Anniversary was redone just, what, last year? Yeah, but that was all like DLC. Not DLC, but that was a download no, kind of thing for no, quite a while. No, that was retail. Really? That was oh, a retail so. game. I got the disc sitting here on my shelf. Oh, that was oh, a retail he... release. <laughs> Shows you how much I know about Halo. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, here we go. Here's here's one for you. In fact, you can answer this one, Carbide, because you actually ax- answered him in the in the group, I believe. Or no, I guess Kyle did. But Joseph uh, asked, anyone know if the Assassin's Creed 3 DLC is worth getting a season pass for? Now, I let I'll let Kyle responded saying. Assassin's Creed 3 DLC looks to be okay. They premiered the King Washington trailer on the VGA Awards, but wiki page shows Washington Hidden Secrets is the only two that appear to have game extension or missions. Battle Hardened is a multiplayer, which I don't think I'll bother with in a game like this. AC3 is still on my list of I just don't need the season pass. Then he did an update, says, read that Washington's DLC is three episodes. Tempted to wait for an Ultimate Editions, that way I'm, the way I'm waiting for Borderlands 2 complete. So... What about, what do you think? I know you're a big Assassin's Creed fan. Uh, is a DLC worth getting a season pass for? Right now, no. Honestly, um, I I bought the season's pass, but like before the game even launched. You know, they had it a few hours before midnight. I went to midnight release and I bought it before it launched. Um, it's just I like Assassin's Creed, but the first one I, I honestly can't remember the name of it. It was just naval missions. About an hour's worth of time, yada yada yada. Then you get your bonus um, multiplayer people, uh, the sharpshooter and the red coat. Uh, I got the sharpshooter previously from a code off of a website that you know you enter some contest and you can get a code for free. So I got that. But the big thing when I bought uh, 
Assassin's Creed, I bought like the strategy guide, and I was flipping through there, and it showed um, PS3 exclusives. Like there's uh, Benedict Arnold missions. So if more DLC comes out like that, then I'll say, and with the the King uh, Tyrant of King uh, Washington, then yeah, I'd lean more towards about buying the DLC. But as of right now, with the naval missions, uh, I'd wait. I'd really wait before it, but that's just me. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we had you on because you're our resident Assassin's Creed expert. So. I I like it, but as of right now, it's not really worth it to drop, you know, the 1,200 or 800 points. But maybe if Kyle says it was right, because I didn't know that it was three parts for the Washington stuff. If it is that, and if they add the PS3 stuff, then yeah, I'd probably say it's worth it. Cool. All right. Well, our last one. Rob, you want to cover that one? Sure. Be our last question from the community. It's from uh, Jason. He wants to talk. He wants us to talk a little bit about Bioshock Ultimate Rapture Edition, which comes out on January 14th. So that is, uh, what, at the end of, no, Monday? Next, yeah. Next, next week Monday. from Monday, yeah. Yeah. Which is weird that it comes out on Monday, not, not on Tuesday. <laughs> Just saying. I guess that's the kind of stuff that happens after the Mayan Apocalypse. There you go. Throws off the release schedule. So basically what this thing is, is, uh, again, that's a North American release on January 14th. Uh, we're looking at a retail price of $30, and uh, it will be released in some international areas at a later date. Basically, you get uh, the following. You get the Museum of Orphaned Concepts. Uh, you get uh, uh, the Plasmids Pack, which includes uh, four additional plasmids and gene tonics. You get the Challenge Rooms pack, which was a PS3 exclusive, and it'll be available now for 360. You get Sinclair Solutions Tester. Quick quick uh, clarification. The Plasmids pack and the Challenge Room pack are for Bioshock 1. Yes, yep. the original. Yep. Okay, okay. continue. <laughs> uh, so then there's a Sinclair Solutions Tester. It has a number of customizations that allow uh, players to further develop uh, Bioshock 2 multiplayer modes. Uh, then there's Rapture Metro. It's six additional multiplayer maps and additional multiplayer gameplay mode and rank increased to level 50 for Bioshock 2 multiplayer. There's the Protector Trials. Uh, this features... Uh, frantic combat and fast-paced action designed to push the player's mastery of weapons and plasmids in Bioshock 2 single-player experience uh, across six maps. Then there's Minerva's Den. It's a substantial narrative experience for uh, Bioshock 2 that uh, introduces uh, or puts the players in the role of subject Sigma and introduces new characters, locations, and mystery. Um, so again, that was for Bioshock 2. And then 
Don't forget the dramatic, best part, man. The last dramatic, one. Dramatic pause. Okay. <laughs> oh, the last one here. <laughs> it was a dramatic pause, or it was uh, me trying to scroll the screen on the uh, Windows 8 little side charms bar kept popping up. <laughs> I couldn't get this one. Okay. And uh, you get a, also included is an exclusive collectible sticker pack from Bioshock Infinite's World of Columbia. Yeah, yeah so, baby. Stickers. Uh, it'll, get, yeah, it'll get gamers ready for the next chapter in the Bioshock universe. Fantastic. That's one heck of a deal, man. Two two games with all their DLC and a bunch of other bonus yeah. stuff for 30 bucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Bioshock was awesome. That was an outstanding yeah. game. Uh, Bioshock 2 is okay. It wa- it wasn't I didn't think it was as good, but um man, Bioshock alone was just amazing. But both yeah, games were 30 all, bucks. And with all the stuff that you get, like if you've played Bioshock and haven't had Bioshock 2, I mean, I think this package is worth it just <laughs> yeah. To get 2 and all the other stuff. Well, I think it's well worth. That's an amazing game. Amazing price. Mhm. Pretty cool story, and that's called the Bioshock Ultimate Rapture Edition. Yes. So, January fourteenth in the U.S. Pretty much. Okay. Sweet. So moving on. Uh, no retail releases this week. I think that's it then. Yeah. We are done with our show. Woo! It's a long one. <laughs> see what happens when we take a break take two weeks off we gotta come back and talk for a couple hours this was the hardest show we did in 2013 it is, it's brutal we might have to take the rest of the year off oh. <laughs> we took the whole year off so far <laughs> yeah <laughs> now it's time to get to work yeah, no kidding thanks Stuart for joining us yes, sir. no problem hope you weren't bored too much no, I was just listening away because I with my new job I can't really uh, listen to podcasts anymore so this is bonus so I don't have to try to find time I guess <laughs> so. alright well be sure to uh, I think well, that's it then um, I'm going to sign out of here if you listen to iTunes uh, listen to us on iTunes please rate us 5 stars because we're awesome uh, but with that my name is Mark aka Wingman709 I'm taking off Rob Austin is Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. And I am Stuart, a.k.a. Carbide. I'm going to go play some Ghost Recon online.